Welcome into High School Baseball here at the Communication Sports Network. It's Monmouth Royals and the Rock Ridge Rockets, longtime rivals in yeah, just about every high school sport they play. And uh, Monmouth Royals are coming in at 3-8, and eight, Rock Ridge at 5-10. and 10. These two teams met on Monday night at Clinton Lumberton Stadium up in uh, Clinton. And uh, Rock Ridge gets away with a 3-2 win, a walk-off win uh, against Monmouth Royals. So that was uh, a string of two straight games that Monmouth Royals will have walk-offs. They won their walk-off against uh, Fiori. St. Pete last Friday and then got walked off by Rockbridge. They have played a game since then. It was from home and uh, losing 4-5. So losers two straight is Mom Throwsville after winning a couple of games straight against Clark County and Peru St. Pete. So 2-2 two two in their last four ball games. Rockbridge coming in off the win off the Mom Throwsville. Before that, they had lost uh, uh, four or five out of their last six ball games to be 5-10. and 10. I'm Sean Temple side. Mr. Scott Weber. How you doing? Sean, good, man. It's uh, great to be back in the booth. I'm with Roseville Rockridge. You, uh, you're pretty uh, pretty well acquainted with that rivalry. Sick of Rockridge, if I have to be honest with you. But uh, being <laughs> a couple times this winter, the girls' basketball. So. Well, more than we needed to, I can tell you that. But uh, no, I mean it. You know, rivalry. It, you know, you mentioned Rockridge. You mentioned Macomb. It just takes it to the next level. You you want to get that win extra special against these guys. And, and they always play well against one another. It seems like in every sport as well. And and going back to Monday night, a three-two ball game up in up in Clinton. Yeah, I mean it's what a great place for the kids to be able to go play up there yes. at, at the minor league ballpark up there, which had to be fun and uh, have an exciting game. But uh, they always seem to, you know, competition seems to get better for each other when they play each other. Very young ball club with with Mama Throzel. It is senior night tonight, and uh, uh, the coaching staff has named it as dubbed it Derek Chandler night. It's the only senior night, so instead of senior night, it's Derek Chandler night. Derek Chandler night. Yeah, that's awesome, you know. And I can relate to that because with with girls basketball, we only had one senior also. But um, you know, what a bright future for the Titans. You know, getting good experience, younger people. Derek, if you're going to have, I always said this about about Bell Thompson who played for me. If you're going to have one senior to be a leader, to be the guy that you want to be the senior for your younger players, it's Derek Chandler. Man, what a great kid. That is exactly, and, and like you said, you coached a sole senior this past winter in girls' basketball season here in Monmouth Roseville, and, and, and that is exactly what Coach Paul said. If I'm going to have one senior, thank goodness it's Derek Chandler. Yeah, I mean, what a great example. You know, kid that comes in every day, probably works as hard or harder than everybody, Every day, so I mean, it's it's great to have that leader, that type of example for the younger kids. We'll get a chance to talk to Derek Chandler after the ball game tonight on the post game show, and we'll also get a chance to talk to head coach Jordan Ball. But I got a chance to talk to head coach Jordan Ball before the ball game tonight. Welcome back with that pregame interview, which is sponsored by Security Savings Bank, part of your community, part of your life. Member FDIC. You're listening to the Kellogg Printing pregame show. We'll come back with my chat with Jordan Ball in 30 seconds. Welcome into Sunday Beautiful. We're Rick for the first pitch. Starts a little bit early tonight. First pitch over below by Derek Chandler. Starts pitcher for Monmouth Roseville. We'll get the uh, Monmouth Roseville defense after this first half back by Evan DeCarroll leading off for the Rockford Dockets. Center fielder. Takes up high for ball two. Behind DeCarroll leadoff hitter two and oh. Derek Chandler. Let's take a look at Derek Chandler's back. 14 innings pitch. He's got a five. ERA, 1-2 on the season. This is with the third base. 3-0 already behind the uh, Carroll. 3-0. and That's the last thing to do is, is walk the lead-off hitter. Yeah, you know, looking at his stats, he's about you know, 50-50, 14, 14 loss, 18 strikeouts. So he's going to have to find his own. That's for sure. Four straight does help. 
up in the zone ball four, four straight pitches of the leadoff hitter, Evan Carroll. The only senior on Montezuma's roster on his senior night, Eric Taylor night, here at Sunny Lane Field. He gets the start on the mound. Again, this is a ERA of 5.012 on the season. This is his fourth start. Digging in will be the second hitter on the season, Cameron Bonsack, okay, left fielder, uh, number three, four. Rockford, top foul, uh, up to the right fielder. Well, I thought that was back up and over our heads. Right fielder battling the wind and makes the catch. This is a whole new game of baseball anymore, isn't it? Four straight pitches of leadoff hitter, and you are hacking Ooh. at the first pitch. I want to take a look at Coach Pace down there. <laughs> He's not there taking his head, and rightly so, because not only were there four pitches, but that pitch really wasn't a strike either. So uh, thank you very much for helping us out, and hopefully now Derek can take advantage of that get the group. One away, yeah. The uh, runner at first to Carroll. Well, in fact, the tired on the fly out. That brings up Tyler Steen. Third hitter in the lineup for the Rockridge Rockets playing shortstop today. Defense from the outfield from left to right. Mount throws the left fielder, Tyler Jones. Center fielder, Leo Mahoney. And right fielder, Justin Brooks. Get your infield after this pitch. There goes the runner. Strike on the outside corner. The throw down from Palmer Hart. Just by the shortstop. Would have been safe anyway. Plenty of time on the field for the Carroll. Strike on the batter. Well, you got a good jump, and then we, we talked about it off here. You know, the wind's blowing straight in, and so for the catcher's active. The throw down the second is going to make it tough. And, he'll make it tough. Well, and it's not always the catcher. It's not the pitcher right, as well. And we've yeah. been around the game a long time. But uh, Titans have not done a good job of throwing base runners out. No, but that he has a huge jump there. I don't know if there's anybody right. like Warren County. Could <laughs> <run up today. laughs> good point. This is up high with the second pitch to the team. So, one-on-one that counts. Tyler, runner in scoring position now with one away. Top of the first inning. Three Rivers Conference, West Division matchup. Mama Roseville and Rockford. Second pitch foul. This time is out of play. Didn't fool me that time. Yeah. What what surprised about the fly ball that went out to right is how far it carries the wind blows in. That was surprising to me. So that's something to keep a, keep an eye on because there's you no know, any ball goes in the air if you give up on it, that wind's gonna play tricks. Well you and you you, you coach this game of baseball for a long time, you played it at a high level when you were younger, and the wind's blowing in and, and you said before you went on that little pop up over the short top head, we'll see if that's gonna stay on the infield. It does. Drifting back is a shortstop. Tyler Pinnicum for Mom with Roseville. Second out here. Yeah, good pitch uh, by Chandler can get out of this. Yeah, good pitch by Chandler. Got in on his hand, so um getting him to pop up and the lazy fly balls is a good pitch for him. You said before we went on the air with that wind is literally blowing almost straight in our face here at home plate. You're just saying, throw it over the plate and see how far you can hit this thing. <laughs> I'm going to have to see somebody hit one over my outfielder's head first before, before I start getting fancy because it is blowing in pretty good pace. Cleanup up hitter Kate Hall at bat now for Rockford, missing up high. That's where uh, that's where Chandler's missed so far here early on. Most of his pitches have been up in the zone. Might be a little amped up being senior night. Yeah, I mean, this Hall obviously leads them 18 RBIs by far, you know, Lead the team, so this is a key out for him. One hope hit, two away. Swung on a miss by Hall. First swing and a miss we've had here for Rockridge. We even to count at one more. I guess we did get a swing and a miss on the uh, steal by by the Carroll, if I remember correctly. The foul balls and everything else been in play. So that's going to be key today for pitchers to make put the ball in play. One one pitch with two away on the way. Third ball stays in on the or all gets out of the way. I'm sure we're I'm sure we're up in the press box. We can't hear it, but surely a couple of you gotta wear it. Every <laughs> kid the down there, every kid down there is young. Wear it, and every kid down there would all be ducking out of the way. <laughs> even even a big looping curveball, which you know is not gonna hurt, you still your natural instinct is just get out of the way. Yeah. 
pick off at second, sliding back in head first is the Carroll. Still looks great for the rain. It's down. Fantastic. Looks good all year. It's starting to get some nice greenness to it. Like the last time you and I were on the air, it was like first game of the year, I think. And just starting to get green. Then there goes runner again, runner or pitch in the dirt, and soul steal third. So 3 1 count on Hall, and the Carroll steals second and third. And what's, uh, what's the numbers on Carroll? So it steals flies this year. It's only, only had five come in in 14 games. Not a ton of running. No, not a ton. Hasn't been caught yet, though. We won't count the hall. Got to be careful here with the lead off with the cleanup here. You got an open base. And challenges him to the third baseman. Nice hop to the third baseman. Throws low into the dirt. Nice dig at first base by Silas Braun. And that ends the inning. The lead off walk does not come back to bite Derek Chandler. No runs, no hits. There were no errors. And a runner left on base after a happy inning of play. It is uh, Rockford zero. I'm with Roseville zero. We'll give you our Rockford starting defense and the Monmouth Roseville starting lineup. Here on uh, as we got the game starts a little bit early, we get a chance to do that for the ball game. Your starting lineup sponsored by your Monterey McDonald's. Defensively for the Rockridge Rockets in the outfield from left to right, left fielder Cameron Bonsack, center fielder Evan Carroll, and right fielder Chris Geyer. Infielders from third to first, third base from Kale Custer, shortstop Tyler Steen, second base from Kate Paul, and the first base Jackson Brokaw. Your battery for Rockridge this afternoon. Behind the plate, Nolan Thomas, and on the mound, Tyler Henley, being DH4 by Seth Kramer. This afternoon, we'll take a look at uh, Henley's stats for the season. What's Henley go here? This was his seventh start. That's such a lot of starts here through. That's almost half their ball games. Yeah, I was going to say, for only playing 15 games, you got seven starts. That's half of them. Two and four in the season for Henley with a 409 ERA. Opponents batting 231 off of Henley. Does have a 25 walk, 36 strikeouts. That's kind of where Chandler's at, but just a little bit more volume of each. Right, yeah. You know, one thing that jumps out to me too looking at is he's allowed, not him, but kids against him those still 17 bases. So he must be slow to the plate. So it's something hopefully Coach Ball recognizes and takes advantage of. But by far, you know, their they're best pitcher on paper, I would think, you know, being seven stars, he steps towards the top. Pretty big kid. Got a little. A little size out there on the mound. Batting order for Monmouth Roseville. Lee comes second baseman Jake Steele. Batting second, Zach Almagard, the catcher for Monmouth Roseville. Third baseman C.J. Johnson. Batting third. First baseman Silas Braun cleaning up. Right fielder Justin Brooks batting fifth. First up, Tyler Finnegan batting sixth. Tyler Mah- or Leo Mahoney, the center fielder, batting seventh. Tyler Jones, the left fielder, batting eighth. And Derek Chandler, your pitcher, batting ninth. As uh, Jake Steele takes his first pitch, it's up in the zone as well. As Henley and... Um, Chandler's been up in the zone today so far. This one moves down. Look at the spot in that outside corner, right zone, the knee. You don't see many guys start the game off with a curveball, which he did. His first pitch was a curveball. That kind of tells us uh, it's kind of his bread and butter, I guess. Huh? Right back on the inside corner, this time keeping the ball down as well. Knee high strike, one and two to steal. Jake batting 286. I think he's had a pretty good couple of weeks. He had a rough start, as this whole offense did. Right back up the middle, off of Henley's glove. Should have time to throw out and pulls the first baseman off the bag, but a good play by Jackson Brokaw to get down anyway. What a that good was, what a good react. Just kind of ugly all around. Just a little comebacker to Henley. He couldn't handle it. And then uh, kind of a wild throw down to the first baseman, and he tags Jake before he can get to the bag. Not the prettiest to play, but it's now book. It, it goes down to one three in the book, right? <laughs> it does. <laughs> That'll bring in Zach Almagar. He's had a good couple of weeks as well as 
Jake Steele. Uh, Almagar's got his average up to 290. Got a couple of doubles, actually, as well. Take the first pitch for a strike. And it looks like the sophomores are starting to settle in after a little bit of a rough start offensively, and not not any any sophomore in particular. Almost the whole group suffered a little bit of play early on. Starting start to get comfortable. It, it's hard. You know, I think the pitchers, we talked about it maybe the first game, I think the pitchers are ahead of the batters early in the year because you don't get outside and see that type of pitching. So, you know, it's almost to be expected as they get later in the year. The pitch on the corner from Henley to get ahead of all of our one and two, one of those knee-high strikes on the outside corner to the right-handed hitting. Almagaro, he almost are quite agreed with it. He's the catcher, so yeah. <laughs> you got to watch his piece and cues back there. <laughs> yeah, you got to face the umpire when he gets back out you gotta there. Got to say, great call. And he goes out there and say, I want that same call. <laughs> exactly. Well, if it works that way, it doesn't. Yeah, but he could try it, right? Two-two is a strike uh, or ball to Almagaro. Another ball in the dirt this time. Rules to count up three and two. T.J. Johnson on deck. Silas Braun in the hole. Both of those young men haven't. Fantastic seasons, both over 400. Now set the table for those those two. Get somebody on, let them turn the bat for them. Omegar fights off an outside fastball from Henley. Fouls it out of play. Count remains 3-2. What's that got some walk-wise? Five walks, six strikeouts. Five walks and 36 plate appearances. That's pretty good. Top of the order guy. Five balls to the right fielder up there. We'll see if the wind plays havoc with that one. And... Not enough, but right fielder couldn't. Your thunder, Chris Geyer makes the out for out number two. Not sure he's a little more juiced out. Nice right. got report by Rockford, right? <laughs> CJ Johnson, third baseman for Mama's Rosa, digging in now. CJ at uh, 447, leading the ball club with uh, nearly a 500 average. He has six RBIs, three doubles. Played shortstop. What was he playing today? What do you got, CJ? Third today, he's done a bunch of pitching. He's been a little bit of all over, you know, lead on Titans and hit, hit the 17. So that's, you know, good guy to have up right now, get on pace. That's good size to uh, CJ. I think he's going to hit for more power. He's only a sophomore. As his, as his career goes along here in high school, he's only going to get more and more power. Thanks. Yeah, you would think you'd expect him to keep getting stronger. You know, how much more he'll grow, we don't know, but he can definitely, I know he hits the weight, so he'll be getting a lot stronger. Yes, the junior. He's not a sophomore. He's a junior. Dean and Neil corrected me over here. Thank Imagine goodness. that. Yeah, thank goodness. I don't know. And I had him all. I had him football season and basketball. I can't believe I had him as a, as a sophomore. He's a junior already. I forget old. Hey, I love her to death, but how do you think I feel trying to post a basketball <laughs> game with her with her bat, with her next to me at the score tape? I get corrected all the time, so welcome to my world. <laughs> Just off the outer edge of the plate. He was accounted 2-2 in CJ. I don't know why I'm having to the sophomore. I might have been calling the sophomore the whole season. <laughs> Up and in on CJ, so that's going to fill the count again. Second straight batter that Henley's going for. Yeah, I mean, he, he's got good velocity, but he's all over now. He's been up, down, and out. He's, you know, nothing's in the middle, but not many strikes hit either. 3 2 pitch. Swung on a miss by Johnson up in the zone. Might have been up out of the zone. Yeah. Third out, full Mama Throwsville. No runs, no hits, no errors, and no runners left on base. After one full inning of play, it is Mama Throwsville zero, Rockford zero. We're back in 30 seconds right here on AM 1330 at 94.1 WREM. Chandler Chandler out for his second inning over here. They pulled back. He did walk the leadoff fast, and he kind of worked around it a little. Even a couple stole bases. 
You know, it wasn't quick to inning, and so you think there was lots of strikes, and and obviously there was something. So we got out pretty quick, but it seemed like the pitchers were all over. Yeah, I only had uh, I had Derek for six strikes out fourteen pitches in that first inning. He got three out. Leading off, we'd be five hitters in order for the Rockford Rockets. Jackson broke off, designated hit, except Kramer on deck, and then Nolan Thomas takes ball one. In the third, two broke off. One no. Cap on Jackson. What's Jackson hit? It's real six. Swan also line drive single between short and third. That's hit 315 now. <laughs> Moving up on the order there. Did you actually do that math in your head? No. <laughs> That's a guess. <laughs> that was a pretty good math on the fly there. No. I'm a numbers guy, and I can't even go that fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring up Tep Kramer. Does it have it? For the Rockets, what's, what's, uh, what's that doing this year? 294, for that four. Yeah, I've got a couple doubles here. I think it's going to be a station-to-station game and get some nice pop up down the third base line at South Territory back length and just jumps to make a nice catch on the shoulder. Good catch by CJ for out number one. Yeah, a really good catch. You know, battle in the wind, battle in the but then uh, a little bit wild though the pitch is a good thing that uh South Boston is just and back it up. Runner good really good play by CJ. That'll bring in no one down. Catcher for the Rockets, Rockets sitting out of the seventh hole. No one hitting 200. There's pitches in the dirt. Well, the first inning, Derek was missing high. Seems like he's missing low here. Here in the second inning. It, 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 on a normal day, you'd say that's the best thing to do. I don't think it matters if the wind blows. <laughs> Just be in the zone. Yeah, don't walk anybody today. Yeah. Take his first strike. A little and a cut in on hands with the right hand hitting Nolan Thomas right on the corner. One and one count. One away, runner first, no score. Thomas in the second inning. Chandler to the plate. There goes the runner. Almodar's third out second. Just missing the tag. It's short. I'm not sure he got the tag on. Good throw by Almodar. Right, yeah, good good release and uh nice job by Zach Steele trying to steal a sign. And, yeah. Uh, violent from the umpire. That puts the runner scoring position again here with one away. And Thomas had to count 2-1. Pitch on the way. Just off the outside head, 3-1. and one. Right behind on Thomas. Does have an open base. The eight hitter on deck, which is Geyer. Geyer hitting close 77. And the whole tail Custer being 500 and limited at limited play appearance. So then ball four. Two Thomas. And now you get down to the part of the order. You just fastball, 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 pound Strike zone, make these get down here. I mean, you know, Dyer's hit 20 players, apparently, he's hit seven, you know, seven, 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 yeah. So, I mean, he's got what, one hit, you know, so, you know, pound the play, take a hit. Scoring to, to bunt and taking outside for a ball is Geyer. Uh, head coach Ryan Page in his first season with the Rockford Rockets. Had the infield moving there a little bit. He squared the bunt. Yeah. See if he does it again here. 1 0 pitch, not squaring the bunt, and taking ball two up in the zone. One of those take the strike, then bunt yeah. situations. Make a throw. You got to have faith in your, in your hitter that you can get it down on one pitch if you do take that strike. And swings and misses. Well, he wasn't taking a strike. No. <laughs> He's back in here. 
We've got a hitter 077. Again, you got to be you got to be happy if you're Chandler and Almadar here working. Two one count, two Geyer. Ground ball too short. Not hit quite hard enough. They do get one at second. That's all they'll give it. That's the important. How we got out second out. Yeah, that was a, a nice play there by by Finnegan. Come in and get that ball on a short hop. I mean that could have been tricky if he stays back on it. Maybe he beats it at second. But he did a nice job being aggressive coming to get it. Yeah, that's that's trouble, especially on on the field looks really good. But talking to the uh, groundskeepers for the ball game, it looks better than a play. <laughs> right, <laughs> believe me, it looks better than it is. We've both seen millions of games here, and as thick as the grass looks, there's there's a bad hop everywhere out there. So there goes the runner. Steal second. I'll put runners at second and third. No throw down there by Holmagar. And a strike on the bat of the nine hitter. Kel Custer hitting 500, but only in 12 of six appearances. So three for, uh, let me get the on the air. Got uh, three, four for eight. Pops up and just out of play behind our broadcast location. Might have hit the car. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Silver Nestle, any new window for the, for the station car? There you go. Might have hit that black jet up back there. I don't know. <laughs> oh, two count now. Custer with two away. And again, Chandler first with danger. He's one pitch away from getting out of there. Oh, two pitch to the nine hitter. Curveball. Ground ball. Slowly hits the shot. Then he gets up across the diamond. Good play by Tyler. Gets the out of first. Situation or crisis averted. Really good play. That play was twice as good as the play before that. Now it's a good play. You know, I'm glad that. That Johnson pulled back and let him feel that. He didn't feel it cleanly, but made a really good throw. Yeah, we're up here. I can't hear if, if maybe Finnegan was maybe calling him off or if D.J. just, you know, had the heads-up play and let the shortstop make this play. That was a tough play for C.J. to throw across his body. Right, yeah, and I mean, it was a tough play for Finnegan, but he made it look easy. He made a really good throw. No runs on one hit. There were no errors and two runners left on base. That's three for Rockers through the first two innings. We're hitting the bottom of the second inning. We have no score here between Mama Throwsville and Rockers. We'll back in 30 seconds. Welcome back to the Sunny St. Fields. We get some four at the bottom of the second inning. Tyler Henley out for his second inning. Work for the Rockridge Rockets. One, two, three for Mount Rose on the top for the bottom of the first inning. 17 pitches there for Tyler Henley. What's uh, what's your uh, in high school? In high school, what's your what's your what's what do you shoot for pitch wise? Counting an inning, yeah. 12 to 14. Yeah, yeah, in a perfect world. Yeah, I mean you'd like to stay around 12. It's hard in high school. It's very hard. You know, that's, obviously it's a higher level. They, they're looking at 12 or under, and here you're looking probably, I think if you could have 15 or under, I mean, that's probably a good number. You know, 105, 105 pitch count. Yeah, that'd be 105. Yeah, 15 inch, 15 innings. That's 105. Yep. So, you know, 15, you know you're going to run into that one inning where you struggle a little bit, might be an air, it's a pitch, so you're going to get a 20 pitch inning. The one you can sneak in, you know, 10 to 12, that's, that's a football thing. You know, and I think today is the perfect day to do that. Wind blowing in, a little bit cooler, you know, go strike and make it in. I think it would keep the pitch down now. Yeah, it's just not a day to be where you want to be fine. There won't be fine at all. Final throw on the cleanup hit it before. Final throws away down the bottom of the second inning. Strong takes the first pitch up and over his head for ball one. Yeah, again, I mean, it just seems like he's all over the place, but getting out. <laughs> yeah, from both pitchers. There's ball two right there. Uh, Henley was, was only 10 out of 17. He's not terrible, not great. They in the first inning, 10 strikes out of 17 pitches, and this is the first three pitches to Silas Braun here. The real count to Silas. There's three pitches that really have been close, so obviously he's going to be taking here. Right get, get a base runner. 
leadoff walk by Silas Braun. Braun uh, hitting a 406. That brings in Justin Brooks, who is at 361. Cool off a little bit. Also, good start this year. Had a fantastic 2021 for uh, the tight running and squaring. Good pitch to throw on and over the head of the second baseman in the center field. The stolen base by Silas Braun. Good backup by the center field. Got a good jump. Yeah, that's something we did see the first game I did with you. Maybe it's changed sense. But, you know, there wasn't much, you know, guys put it in motion or, or square to bunt. So that's, that's great to see early, put, you know, put some pressure on the defense. And you got to run in scoring position and nobody out. Brooks does not square the sign, takes the strike to the knees. Yeah, I don't I don't think we're busting Justin Brooks here. Uh, no. Hit 361. That's only a one RBI, which is, uh, which is uh, kind of odd. Yeah, because I remember last year's RBI total was like off the chart. And take strike two rounds outside corner. That was about die high. Now Brooks down to count one, two, and eight. He's got to be productive. Yeah, short enough. Get that runner to third any possible way you can here. Be productive yeah, on your outs. Yeah, have a productive out. And so he's a mess. Does not have a productive out. No, it's a wild pitch. So no productive out there on that one. There's still a runner in a square position with one away now. And they just have to some shortstop. Make up nice plays in that defensive end. Tyler hitting on the season. 143. And takes an outside corner pitch again. Then start pounding outside corner. Yeah, you get you can get the groove. You know, one strike does, and we can't, you know, emphasize how important that is to be able to win. So it's nice to stroke for the most part of the play. Here. 276 is a key. All one, all finishing. So one one count. Now with one way runner in second, no score, bottom of the second inning. And that, you know, that's 276 is enough, but he's like to be, you know, 50 points higher. You like to see it. The team at 325 or something there, I think would be a great average price. And Rome might be at a premium today because just looking at Rockbridge's team batting average, only 253. So that's even worse. So it wasn't three to two last time. Right, play, three to two Monday night. I like that he's going to put up 10 runs. So get on board early for the season. Uh, a couple breakout games early in the year against Mercer County and Alton for Rockbridge. Not, not great ball, but good. Good job of finishing fighting off that outside strike on the 1 2 pitch. Yeah, very good job. That's, you know, since Price can catch the corner, he did a good job fighting off. I was straight back, so he's still down to count one for two. Uh, yeah, but for the most part, they've kind of struggled offensively as well. Yeah, they're both here at 253, so that's even worse. Outside, small two, two and two, two finicum with one away. Silas Brown on second base. Finicum looking for his second RBI of the year. Pitch on the way. Swing that misses at a uh, quite a ways outside pitch there. Yeah, that was quite a ways off the plate. Foul number two, and Henley has uh, come back to get two strikeouts after a four pitch walk to Rollins. It's kind of the ball game we've had here. Yeah, similar to what Chandler did the first in a four pitch walk, and he got the next three guys. That brings in Leo Mohn outside. Ball one. Seems to be working away from everybody. You know, I thought the first inning he was using both sides, but. During this half of the inning, he's definitely throwing everything outside. Mahoney is hitting. Wait, I don't want to hit. 310. Not a bad average. Takes strike one. One of one. The moment. Has five RBIs. A couple doubles. Leading the Titans in strikeouts. 
we're going to fix that right here. Low, maybe over the flow. Ball two, now it's getting around to a hitter's count for Leo. Two and one. He's got a solid on base percentage, so four point nine. So I mean, struck out, lead the height and strikeouts, but then also gets home on. He's a couple of hit by pitches, got four walks on the season, and 36 played appearances. Tyler Jones on deck for Mama Rosa. Two away runners, second base, 3 1 pitch, swung on a mess. Boy, he took a hack of that 3 1 pitch. All right with that. We'll get reset for runner second, so second. Uh, Braun will not be off with a pitch and take strike three. Do a pitch on that inside corner. That's only two posts to take there. Yeah, that's, you know, we thought the batter ahead, before had swung the one outside. I'd like to see that standing up there, and I think Coach Ball would probably feel the same way. No runs, no hits, no errors. The runner left all days for Mama Roseville. As we're through two innings of play here at Sunny Lane Field, it's Mama Roseville zero, Rockford zero. We'll be back in one minute here on Sunday on uh, AM thirteen thirty. Welcome back to Sunny Lane Field High School Baseball here on the Prairie Communication Sports Network. Chandler out for his third inning of work. Takes uh, uh, right back around the top of the order for Rockford. Definitely Carroll, the center fielder, walks on four pitches and takes the ball to start the third inning here. See if uh, and ball ball two to the Carroll. Well, we already saw what happens when he gets off base. He's still second and third, you know. So, got to keep him off the base. What's, uh, what's the Carroll's OBP here? On base percentage, 375. There's a first strike. Eight strikeouts and eight walks, so it's not like he's walking or something. He's got 50 plate appearances, so. Yeah, 167 on the batting average. Yeah. Take the hit. Come on, Derek. 2-1. <laughs> he finally got a strike over to Carroll after the seventh pitch. And now a fly ball down the first baseline. Going foul. Facing over there is the first baseman. And makes the catch. Nice catch over there. Kind of got hidden by the dugout from our uh, broadcast spot here. But that's a nice play by Silas Brown. Yeah, when, when the Titans side starts cheering, you know it's an out, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. That's the only I knew. But a tough play again. It took him right over to the fence. So great catch. But more importantly, he came back from a 2-0 count and got an out, so that's important. It brings up Bond Sack. Cameron flew out to right field his first time up back in the first inning and takes ball one. And, uh, Derek unofficially at 28 pitches through the first two innings. I'm about 50% of the strike percentage at this point. Now up and in. And he's not helping his percentage this, uh, this half inning, but he's getting out. He's getting out. Two and out count to uh, Cameron Bonsack. Pitch on the way. This time over. About knee high. Strike two and one. You know, on base percentage strong at, at 531. You know, so he's been getting on base hits and played appearances. Getting on quite a bit. Second highest batting average for a regular for the uh, Rockets. 361. Ground ball at shortstop. Then again, comes up and makes the play. Has a little trouble getting it out of his glove. But, oh, why? A safe call at first. Ooh, boy, I'll tell you what, by by my eye, you had, I think you had the same same reaction as I did. I thought he had him I thought he had him by half a step. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Well, call that an infield hit. Uh, boy, I thought I thought he got him, but an umpire called that him safe. And I've never known us to be wrong. So <laughs> exactly. I've never missed a call with her. There goes a runner. Again, swallowed a miss and no throw down by Olegar, I got to say that he got down the line quick. I still thought he was not at first. I, I think so, too. By the naked eye, from our angle back here, I, I thought he had him. 
Tumpire Snyder, uh, Dane Halsell, and uh, Stephen Kale. 1-0 pitch to Steve. Now ground ball to the third baseman. Ooh, just takes a bad hop on C.J. Johnson. So that is going to put runners on the corners. It gets by Johnson. Just come off that lip of the grass and kind of come up on him a little bit. But that's what I'm about before, you know, the innocent ones that just take that little bad hop hurt. Especially that area, that that third base area feels it's kind of kind of rocky and through there. That puts runners on the corners. It's a tough one. It took a tough hop on him. I'm gonna call that a hit on the on just the bad hop there. But something CJ will probably tell you he, he makes the play. There goes the runner. No, now throw to the short top as he comes up to cut the ball off. So a steal of second, a strike on the hitter. Now we're back to the position we were at in the second inning. One away, runners on second and third. And a strike on Hall, the cleanup hitter, who grounded out to Johnson at third to end the first inning. Leading RBI guy for the Rockets. Curveball in the dirt. Nice job of Zach Almagar behind the plate to keep that in front of him. On a 56-foot curveball there. Yeah, 18 RBIs. So, I mean, he's he's producing for the next closest is 11. So, this is the guy they went up. Hall hitting 340. A ton of power, 18 RBIs, only two doubles. Mm-hmm. That just tells me the guys in front of him were set the table. Well, we've seen a couple of them run, so if they get on, they're getting the second and third. Yeah, and, and not a, I mean, 44 stolen bases for Rockridge through, what, 14 games coming into the 15 games coming into this. So it's not a tremendous total. Now, ground ball to the middle. Finnecum's going to make the play across the diamond. Good play. So he'll get me out the run, does score. Good play by Finnecum, did well. He's, play, he's made some great plays out there. RBI ground out by Hall. Puts his first run on the scoreboard in favor of the Rockridge Rockets. Getting the third is Steam now with two away. one nothing Rockridge. I took a quick peek down there in third because that play going to first, that kid didn't stop at third. It would have been, you know, because Braun had to make a good play. Nice play on a one-hop shot to second baseman Jake Steele. Is that Jake? Oh, yeah, Jake made a nice play on the one-hopper to his left. So Chandler limits the damage to one run, second and third, with one away. That's about as good as you can ask for there. Yeah, you know, a couple tough hops and we're out of the inning, but that's just like we talked about. you got to get a break here or there, and, and that led to a run. So Titans are going to have to battle back. One run, two hits, no errors, and a runner left on base. As we head to the bottom of the third inning, it's Rockridge. One, Mama throws a little zero. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Back here at Sunday Lane Field on uh, on a uh, Thursday night baseball here on Prairie Communications Sports Network. we got Cub Baseball coming up after our broadcast tonight. We should be done just in about time to uh, get that one underway. Tomorrow night, special broadcast here on PCSN. We're going to do our first high school girls soccer game on uh, uh, live on the air, as we'll be over Patsy Field. It's down the block here from Sunday Lane Field. we got the Mama Frizzle Titan girls taking on Limestone. They're really scheduled to play at the Pew. A little mix-up in the schedule. We'll bring out the limestone rockets to town. You're, you're, you're from the story area. You know, you know a lot about limestone. The old rockets, that's where Jim Comey played baseball. Yes, it is. But, uh, you know, how cool is that for the girls to be on the radio? You know, luckily for them, me and you aren't covering that game <laughs> because all they know about soccer is there's way too much running. <laughs> there's, a lot, there's a lot of running. We've, we've done a couple boys' broadcasts that I have had. Now, we bring in the experts for that kind of stuff. Yeah. I want I, I just I don't I don't know the lingo. I don't know the lingo. I'd be looking for immediate time out about twice down the field. 
We've got uh, <laughs> we've got Victor and Lucas Dantas that's going to do the ball game for us. Victor is the head coach over at Sandberg men's soccer program, so uh, he's going to do the broadcast. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to be the host. They're going to do the uh, actual game game broadcast. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome. What an experience for the girls. 2-1 pitch to Tyler Jones, or a 2-0 pitch. Third pitch catches the corner, so Henley back in the count, 2-1 to Jones, the eighth hitter in the lineup. And strike two, 2-2 two, two count to uh, Jones. Sophomore. Sophomore, is a sophomore, right, Dina? <laughs> yeah, Dina says yes, it's sophomore. <laughs> it's taking outside <laughs> for ball three. I'm glad. I, I, you, you might want to put a buffer in between you two. That's all I'm going to say. Well, I, I told her at the end of the inning, I was, I was happy she corrected me because I had, for some reason, I always had CJ as a sophomore. Ball four to Jones, so another leadoff walk. Come on, throws a little second straight inning. We'll see if they can make it. Uh, see if they can make it count this time around. I'd love to see Derek Bunt. Kid can run, put some pressure on them, and and see what they can do. Yeah, and nothing else. You get him off the bases and, and back in the dugout where he can get some rest, going back out on the mound. High runner goes. Uh, boy, that ball was bounced in there, and Jones is safe in second. It's a good thing the uh, throw kind of bounced in there because I think a good throw has him out by about two steps. It it, it almost looked like everything was slow motion. The ball coming <laughs> off the tracks and yeah. Like, like time stood still there for a minute. Yeah, that puts that puts runner scoring position full now with Roseville and a one zero pitch to Chandler. Two zero pitch now. This is up high and away to Chandler. As Chandler was squaring around, I got him squaring around again. Yep. I, especially the way he can run. Get the ball down on the ground. Steele, uh, Jake Steele on deck, the leadoff pitcher. He's got five strikeouts. I'm gonna say he might be a good man to uh, put the ball in play. Three zero count now. As Henley misses with the third pitch to Chandler. If he swings here, I'm going to give Derek all kinds of grief on the post-game show. I think you should open the window and yell down there if he does. <laughs> Real Chandler has bounced in, and that will allow the runner to go to third, and Chandler will take first on the walk. So a, that was even a productive walk. Yeah. And he didn't have any intentions of swinging. No. Oh, that's better yet. Put runners on the corners, and with Chandler's speed, you know, I, I wouldn't be afraid at all about having him steal second here. Chandler, as he run a whole lot this year, he's got three stolen bases, hasn't been thrown out. Leadoff hitter Jake Steele with runners on the corner. There goes Chandler, got a good jump, go right back to the pitcher, going nowhere. It was Jones, so second and third. He had a big jump and he had a big lead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was no secret there. He had a couple feet out on the, past the cutout of the infield. Second and third, nobody out. One strike to Jake Steele, up high, one and one to Steele. Struggling now, finding the zone. He's off balance. You know, he throws it. He's spinning around and has lost his balance point, that's for sure. So I need to be a little bit more patient here. 1-1 one, one pitch to steal. On the way. Fouled straight back up over our head. These two teams played a 3-2 game on Monday up at the home of the Clinton Lumber Kings. A little minor league high school baseball going on. Somebody was playing there last night. Uh, somebody in our area was playing up in, uh, in Clinton, and now I can't remember who it was. It's just neat that these that these minor league parks that they do that, right? They yeah. come on and play some ball. What a great experience! Some of them never play on the field that night. I mean, it's it's an awesome experience for them. The one-two pitch misses the steal, so that evens the count at two-two. Almagar on deck, Johnson in the hole, and foul straight back as Steele still battling here. Yep, battle. Put the ball in play here. See if we can steal a run. Jake trying for his third and maybe even his fourth RBI. It's two eighty-six. 
Uh, the average will dip just a little bit after sneaking out there in the first inning. And take strike three. That's something you can't do. Can't take strike three in that situation. I'm not. I'm not sure that was a strike, but it's too close to take. I mean, low in the zone. If he calls it a strike, it's it's close enough for you to be swinging with, especially with two strikes. You gotta somehow. And I know it's easier said than done, but you somehow got to put the ball in play. Olmagar up now with one away. Runners on second and third. Misses outside for ball one. Well, I thought I'd seen it. The umpire's hand was going to go up there for a minute. Well, you can see the catcher setting up outside, and then the pitch is outside on top of that. So that one was way outside. Zach hits 290. Swings and fouls it straight back up over the top. That even to count at 1 1. Omegar, 290 coming into this one. Did fly out back in the first inning, and he does have four RBI. A couple of doubles. So Henley does have four wild pitches. This would be a nice spot for five. And this is up high. Two and one now to Omegar. Fastball up high. And you'll see him spike a spike curveball here. That I'd be okay with the squeeze play. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's, that's very ball. true, yeah. yeah. Gotta believe Zach can handle the bat. Up high in the zone. Yeah, he's played a lot of summer ball. A lot of summer ball through the years. I know going to these uh, travel ball tournaments, they they, they do they have some tricks. They they play some play some small ball at times. 3-1 pitch to Zach Olmagar. And just on the corner. Good pitch by Henley. Not not something I would want Zach to swing at, even on 3-1. That's just a good pitch by Henley. It's a good take 3-1. It's not going to be a good take 3-2. No. <laughs> you can't. Don't, don't take that one again. Yeah, that's a good take. Don't take that one again. Full count pitch. Just misses. Henley thought he got it. Olmagar will take first. The base was open. So that sets up a force at any base now with just one away, but you've got the three four hitters coming up, C.J. Johnson and Silas Braun, both over 400 for the season. You see that pitch come in, you go, oh. Mm. Yeah, and that too. <laughs> that looked pretty, I mean, from our perspective, <laughs> it's yeah. close. It looked, we need the K zone up here. Yeah, we do. Uh, Coach uh, Ryan Page is going to go out and speak to his furler, so Tyler we, Henley. So we have a second. What is, what is your take on that? Right zone. Um, as, as far as as far as what K line, the K zone. I li- I love the K zone. I, I I don't know. I mean, I'm all about instant replay. I'm all about getting the call right. I know I know it's taking a little long, but in my in my own mind, I'm watching this game. I don't I don't care how long it takes. I'm right. watching the game. So if it takes two minutes to get a call, and I'm all for it. But as far as the the robot pumps, I don't. Quite know if I'm quite sold yet. I'm not sold I'm on the robot. No, I like your K zone though. Yeah, I think that you know. Yes. If you saw some of those pitches the other night that got called, and as a matter of fact, I turned on a game before I came out here today. One pitch was about two inches outside the line. They called it a strike. And another pitch was completely in the box and called the ball. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a great Twitter account. First, first pitch to uh, C.J. Johnson taken for a strike. We have bases loaded. And one away here from Henley, and he pounds the strike zone again. So I'm guessing Coach Page went out there and said, stop fooling around, yeah. all right? Just stop fooling around. The wind's blowing in. They need some strikes there to start pounding the zone. Yep, yeah, try to be too fun. 0-2 pitch to Johnson, up and away, just out of the zone. And you got who we want up. You know, you got you got Johnson, and then you got Braun, you know, our top two hitters, top RBI guys, and just the guys you want up right now. The base is loaded, so we need some production. One-two pitch to Johnson. Bought off. Good fastball. Good giddy up there by Henley. 
and Johnson just gets a piece and fouls it out up over the first base dugout. That was a good pitch, too, so that was a nice shot of him by fouling it off. Count remains one and two through Johnson. Infield, middle infield's playing about double play. That big curve ball up in, in, uh, up in the zone. So ball two, two and two. Middle infield is deep. Corners are in, so corners will be coming to the plate. I don't think you can double up. C.J., going to have to be a pretty hard-hit ball. Popped up on the infield. They're going to get out of the, get out the center field. He's coming on hard. Nope, now the second base is going to make the play. That ball was a fly ball to center field that ended up at second base. That was That's what we talk about. You can't give up on anything. So a nice play. I was hoping they didn't call it to a fly rule on that. No, that's the second out of the inning. And Henley got to get by the cleanup hitter, Silas Braun, and he'll work out of his uh, worst trouble that he's had so far here as we start to approach the middle inning. First pitch to Braun. Swung on and fouled up over the press box, 0-1 on Braun. It'd be a good time for him to tie the team lead in RBI. He's two behind the leader, so it's a good time for him to tie it up. Got a couple doubles. He's got the only triple in the ball club. Hitting five, or hitting 406, got a slugging percentage, tops on the ball club, 531. That's coming into today. He walked back in the second inning, so hasn't hurt either one of those averages. Helped his OVP. 0-1 pitch from Henley to Braun. Bases loaded two away, just misses up and out. Been pretty consistent. I'm, I'm happy with that call right there. He's been pretty consistent. Umpire of not calling that one a ball. Right, yeah, no, he's done a good job back there. 1-1 one, one pitch to Brown, up in the zone, 2-1. Be a good time for another walk. Brooks on deck. If, uh, if Henley, pitch on the way, fouled, or drove down the first baseline. I think it's going to get out of play, and it is, but that evens the count at 2-2. Henley struck out the next three batters. Brooks, Finnecombe, and Mahoney back in the second inning. Now you got a battle. Got to at least put the ball in play here. 2 2 pitch with two away. The bases are loaded. Final to the third inning. Titans down 1 nothing. Pitch on the way. Curve ball. Ooh, good play by the catcher. Ball three. That was up over the head of Silas Braun. Now no room for error. Everybody's moving. Everybody's moving. Now should be. Play. Bases loaded. Three and two. Two away. Runners will be on the move with the pitch to the plate. And Braun. Here's the pitch. Swung on and miss. Henley gets the strikeout, and Braun goes down, swinging down on one knee. Looked like a Mark McGuire cut there. You know, pretty good, you know, pitch right down the middle. He just happened to miss it. So, well, Henley pitches out of a three-walk inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, and three runners left on. That's four for Monmouth Roseville through three. They still trail one nothing. here from Sunny Lane Field. We'll be back in one minute on AM 13:30. Welcome back. High School Baseball here. Communication Sports Network. Got a good one here. one nothing Rockridge through three full innings of play as the Rockets will come to back here in the top of the fourth inning. They'll send the six, seven, and eight hitters up. Seth Kramer, the designated hitter. Nolan Thomas and Chris Geyer. one nothing Rockridge. And we, you and I were talking during the break. Second, third, nobody out. That base is loaded and one out. And the Titans uh, got a pop out and a strikeout. Unproductive outs. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not like a I mean, and and the, and the pitch was all over the place. So, but uh, looks like uh, we had a great opportunity. We had who we wanted up. I mean, it's not like you could say, well, if we would have had, 
so-and-so up. You know, we had our, our best two hitters, average wise up, you know, bases loaded. If, if you had to draw it up, that's what you would do. And just that time it didn't work. Maybe next time it's going to work. So just got to hold here and then get back at, at the plate. We got Henley's pitch count up. I've got him unofficially at 70 pitches through three innings. So, um, and only half rows of stripes unofficially, 35 out of 70. So, you've got, uh, at least on paper, they're talking that's probably their best pitcher, you know, 409 ERA. Um, Brendan Price with an 088 ERA. He's only thrown eight innings, only got one start. So, as far as starters go, probably their most effective, although Lehman. He's got four starts, and Henders only hits 135 off him. I don't know if Shirley Lehman's has thrown earlier this week, so I probably should have checked, but I don't know if Lehman's is available tonight. But he can get into the bullpen a little bit. First pitch from Chandler's popped up, and Chandler hustles off the mound. He was going to chase that thing all the way to the four-lane highway if he had to. <laughs> Anybody would have that fence wouldn't he would have. I've seen Chandler run through fences during football season, so that might not have stopped him. First strike to Seth Kramer, the D.H., he fouled out back in the second inning, takes the second pitch for a strike as well. Chandler, 43 pitches through the first three innings. And not much better um, strike percentage wise, about 50% for him leaving. This made a touch over 50. In the dirt, couldn't get Kramer to chase. But a good start. You know, the first two pitches were, were strikes, you know, and a good way to pitch. Now come in, come here and get him right now. Pitchers duel against some of what they had Friday or Monday night up in Clinton. 3 2 win by Rockridge in the uh, bottom of the final inning of walk off. There's a line drive over the shortstop head into left field for the base hit. Too much of the plate there on 1 2. Yeah, right down the middle, probably a little bit higher than waist high, and just uh, uh, axe chopped it. Out into left field for a leadoff hit for Kramer. Well, we spoke too soon. Heading down the count 1 2, starting off the fourth. It's the, it's the jinx. I'm the biggest jinx in local sports radio. I rub off on everybody. Well, we're going to blame it on you. <laughs> and the first pitch taken by Nolan Thomas. We'll see if they get Kramer in motion here. They stole. What have I got? Four, four bases tonight. Yeah. Kramer does not have one of those steals. He found out first thing. Now a little line drive over the first base and head in the right field for another base hit. Runner going from first to third. Oh, they got him hung up. They got the runner going from second to third, hung up, and they're going to throw him out at second. Nice play by Lamas Roseville to get that lead runner. I was wondering, I seen Kramer take that big turn at second, and the right fielder had the ball at the time. I was like, oh, my gosh, he's actually going to try this. Yeah. So the base hit by not Thomas, but Kramer. You don't get many nine, four, five, four put outs. I was just trying to go back and I'm glad you did that for me because I was just trying to recreate it. <laughs> That's the first and they handled it good. I mean, that was yeah, that was a very good play. Throw over to keep uh, Nolan Thomas close. He did not uh, get a steal. That's a big out. That was no, it's a huge out. First and second, nobody out. You know, coach is down there with his head down, thinking what just happened. And uh, good thing for the tight. There goes the runner. Long drive short of second, a little low. One hop to the second baseman is not in time, so Thomas steals second base. And a strike to Geyer, Chris Geyer. He reached on the fielder's choice on a nice play by Finnecombe to get the lead runner at second back in the second inning. But again, a guy here that's hitting 477, so let's uh, pound the strike zone. Ooh, good curveball there that uh, caught maybe the 
very, very front edge of the plane. <laughs> it was in the area. It was in the area. Uh, Olegar caught it right hand, up to the right hand or left hand of batter's top. 0 2 pitch to Geyer on the way. Curveball again, strike three. That was a little better one there. Yeah. That froze and just started at him and then cut into the zone. So that was a lot better pitch right there. Threw it right at Geyer's hip and let that thing work right up back out over the plate. That's two outs. And that's the nine hitter, Kale Custer, at the plate. He grounded out to Finnecombe to end the second inning on a nice play. Another one of those, a couple of nice plays by Finnecombe back in the second inning. Up high in the zone, ball one to Custer. And a pretty economical inning here for uh, Chandler as well here on, on his senior day. Not a lot of pitches in this inning, not a whole lot of pitches coming in. And you got to like that, you know, the, the put out at second was also this is cool also play. huge from a pitch, you know, pitching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, uh, well, he turned to try to get the pickoff there at second base on Thomas and one of the weirdest pickoff moves I've seen. He turned inside the line too. It almost looked like it hurt. Just off the inside edge of the plate. So 2 0 to Custer. Well, walk nine man, get back around to DeCarroll and Bond second team. Just go ahead and finish the inning right here if you're there, Chandler. Yeah. 2 0 pitch on the way. Swallow a miss by Custer. Now, that is the first strikeout for Derek today. First strikeout here, three and two-thirds innings into the ballgame. Somebody's only giving up one run. On the outside edge and catches it. Two and two now to Custer. Great call. Any call my favorite safe fans. That's all I'm going to say. That's any a great call. call. Two-two pitch, two away. Swung and just tripled down the first baseline. It's going to stay foul. The count will remain two-two. Well, what was he talking about? Fifteen pitches an inning for yep. on the average. That's, yep. that's what uh, Chandler had coming in to touch under forty-three through three, and I don't think he's quite to the fifteen pitch mark in this one either. So he's going to stay right around that mark. Granted, if he finishes the inning here with this batter, and misses with that pitch, so it's full up. Now I just did it, didn't I? I'm not. I'm, I'm going to plead the fifth. <laughs> you keep doing it. That's something. Huh? I've done it for about ten years. Well, stop doing it then, would you? <laughs> You should, you should hear me during your back. Oh, I'm game. sure of that. <laughs> Full count pitch popped up and out of play. But I got a lot of people doing that during my <laughs> basketball games. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing the Lady Titans back on the floor next year. Got a lot of returning pieces. It's going to be a lot of fun. Should be. You know, looking forward to it. Get some work done this summer and then get ready to go next, next fall slash winter. So. I think what's cool about the group is they're all excited. That's what that's what makes it pretty cool. Three two pitch two away. Yes, sir. Ooh, check that. Check that, Zach. Check swing. I think the the uh, base bump was ready to be checked. Gonna miss with ball four. So that's gonna put runners on first and second. But more importantly, it's back around to the top of the order for the Rockford Rockets. With runners on first and second, two away. It's one nothing Rockford. Out here in the top of the fourth inning. You know, again, you got to Carroll up. His average is only 167. Takes the first pitch for a ball. Eight Still pound the zone on Yeah, eight strikeouts, eight walks. He's throwing the ball. You know, see what happens. Make him hit it. He has walked and fouled out on a nice play by Braun. Back in the third inning, now another crossbody <laughs> pickoff throw by Chandler at second. Yeah, that hurts my arm just watching that. Yeah. Oh. 
sixty dozen kids. Thomas. It was with two away. I don't I don't know why you'd want to take a chance of even throwing back there. You're gonna, sure score, in, you're gonna score and get in and two out. I'm trying to figure out how he's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a just a twisting body. Now he's gonna fake the first. And that's what you don't want to do is throw in behind the runner a second. Yeah. Throw in wild at first for the runner. Oh. Just attack the batter. One oh pitch, yeah. From Chandler to the plate. A little up in the zone. Chandler wanted the strike. Did not get it. Now it's two and oh. Obviously we don't have a good angle. That just doesn't look that high to me. No, that's <laughs> that's 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 letters. I mean it's what is it, armpits? Armpits is a strike. I guess. Problem is, is the umpire vertically challenged like Lucille in his eyes. <laughs> and me too. You're, you're preaching to the choir there. Yeah. Get, get a regular height umpire back there. It's probably a strike because he's looking down at it. It's to the It is now three of the hope. To the Carroll. <laughs> I've been vertically challenged my whole life. And this is what's ball four. So that's a four pitch walk to the Carroll. He. Carroll kind of lost track of the count there. He wasn't going to take first. If he's not going to take it, just going to let him stay out there. Well, but he doesn't even act like he has any interest in swimming. Yeah, and that's the time like he did, walk tonight. The time he did, he fouled out the first. So, I mean, that brings up Bombsack. He's got one of the three hits for the Rockets today. He uh, singled and scored back in the third inning. As coach, head coach Jordan Ball, I've talked to his pitcher. Derek Chandler, and I apologize to the Chandler family for tinkling Derek back uh, with Custer at the plate. But you have at least acknowledged he's a senior all day, though. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. I, uh, if you're just joining me, I have C.J. Johnson. If you're just joining the broadcast, I have C.J. Johnson. I might have had him that way all through basketball season. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> had him as a sophomore. He's a junior. The one thing I can guarantee you is too old for him. Hey, you did not have my junior during basketball season because I think somebody kept the book. We're not going to say who because we've been yelled at already. You would have been corrected. <laughs> the bases are jacked here for the uh, Rockers Rockets. Coach Bowles back in the dugout. The first pitch to Chandler's popped up down the first baseline, chasing at his brawl to see if he's got room. And he does not. Ran out of room. Did it fall in play or did it go out of play? Right, just out of play. Well, it would have been a nice play by Braun. It would have been a great way for it. And again, that's a four-pitch walk to Carroll and Bombsack swinging at the first pitch. Yeah, again, with the bases loaded and a chance to maybe squeeze across, across the runner. Two straight. No, let me get that right. Two straight walks with a four-pitch walk to Carroll and then swinging at the first pitch. It's a we new did. game. We need to have a big out like they did with us. Now, all the shortstop, then it can up. Across the diamond, low throw, but a nice dig at first. <laughs> oh, they're going to say he's safe. There is no way he's safe unless he pulled his foot off the off the bag. Here comes Coach Ball. He is uh, he is absolutely irate. If he says he pulled his foot, you've got to get you've got to get a uh, you got to talk to the home plate umpire because he yeah, had the view of, of being off the base. He did not beat it. That's for sure. Oh my gosh, Coach Ball is blowing it, just kind of throwing his hands up. He will come out as excited as I've seen Coach Ball in his young career already. Oh my, that's a safe call at first. So the run is crossed. That's an infield hit for Bonsack and an RBI. He's two for three on the day. Scoring is Nolan Thomas to make it two to nothing. And the bases are still loaded. That's a tough call. That is a very yeah. tough call. I'd like to know what, what he what he thought. The swing and miss by Tyler Thien. I mean, he was out at first. I didn't even think he considered no. being safe. 
I don't know if he said he bobbled it or if he pulled his foot because the ball was there in plenty of time. Oh, yeah, absolutely plenty of time. Well, hmm. I'd like to want to talk to Coach Coach Ball in the postgame show after that one. Now a single up the middle. That's going to score one and probably two. Yeah, two runs across here for Rockbridge. Two-run single for Tyler Thiem, and it is now 4 to nothing. Rockridge. Still batting here in the top of the fourth inning. Boy, that really that really hurts now. That's a tough call. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to get an explanation if, if he thought he bobbled it or pulled his foot. If he pulled his foot, I'm getting uh, I'm getting uh, right. You got to at least ask. Yeah, I have the home plate umpire. He had a better view of it. Uh, first pitch to Caden Hall's inside the eighth batter of the inning. All like two outs. So now you add two runs. You add probably eight or ten pitches. It just takes just that's just a big call. It doesn't affect that one play. It affects what happens mm-hmm. after. It's definitely uh, two zero count to Hall because he just missed with the uh, second pitch. So it's two zero to Caden Hall. The base is still uh, or no runners at first and second. With a two run single there by Team. Two zero pitch from Chandler on the way. This is on the outside corner now three and zero. Yeah, I had uh, one uh, one summer leading season. Uh, my assistant coach Rick Chick kept a total of about two weeks of what he called wasted pitches, which is an error after you know wasted pitches, an error after two outs, and, and how the innings continue like this one. There's a strike on a three-one pitch to Hall, and it's amazing that the numbers he was coming up with each game of just just wasted pitches. Yeah, I think that'd be a scary number. Yeah, you know, you'd think now he's giving up two runs, not he, but two runs, and what it's going to be what seven or eight pitch. The third ball is one. That'll load them up again. And now the ninth hitter will come to the plate, Jackson Brokaw. They have batted around. All after two outs. Not all after two outs, but a lot of this damage after two outs. Boy, that's just a tough call. First. I'm not sure. I'm still trying to sit here and think how that was even possible. I was looking down to uh, give the totals for the inning because I thought the inning was over and <laughs> And uh, Chandler pitched out of it. It was a low throw. It wasn't a low throw from Finnegan. He scooped it. It was a great scoop. And I'm like, yeah, all right. And, and then you said he's safe. And I, I didn't. I still don't know what happened. Pitch on the way. Live all the center field. It's going to carry a little bit, but not enough. That Leo Mahoney will get under. And finally, the end of the inning. In the inning for Rockridge. Three runs on four hits. No errors in the inning, and three runners left on base. After three and a half, we head to the bottom of the fourth inning. Rockridge now ahead, four to nothing on the Miles Roseville Titans. We'll be back in one minute. Back here at Sunny Lane Field as we get set for the bottom of the fourth inning. Three runs for the Rockridge Rockets in that top half of the fourth. Uh, all the runs scored at two outs for the uh, Rockets. And, and I've said it for a lot of years, there's there's hardly anything more I, I like than two out runs. For one, they, they help you, and for two, they really, really hurt the defense when you get them two out runs. And it might not be a stat that Rockbridge keeps, but on our stat sheet that we have, they have zero two-out RBI. Yeah, I don't think they keep it, because I got, so, I got the stats off Max Prep, and I don't think it keeps the uh, two-out RBI, because that's the stat I love I love to see. I remember talking about that last year with, with Justin Brooks. His two-out RBI number was on the chart. You know, and so... You know, what hurts about that is, you know, we had bases loaded, a great opportunity to score and didn't. And they come right back and had that same opportunity and took advantage of it. 
you can say because we're back home, but then they'll race it after it, and they'll walk after it. And so they did what they had to do. So now it's two of the time draft. they got to bounce back. It will be four miles on the frills right here in the bottom of the fourth inning. It will be Justin Brooks, Tyler Finnegan, and Leo Mahoney. Five, six, seven hitters in the order. And I've got Henley at uh, officially at 70 pitches coming into this inning. So Titans can really maybe extend this inning a little bit. At least roll it around back to the top of the order here. Get back in the ball game and maybe get Henley out of the game. Get into their bullpen a little bit. And first pitch by two Brooks just taken outside for ball one. Order nothing, Rockbridge in this Three Rivers Conference West Division matchup. Strike knee high and right over the heart of the plate on uh, Brooks. Looking at the standings on top of the West Division, Riverdale. Oh no, excuse me, Orient at six and one. Riverdale half game behind at five and one. Swung on the miss by Brooks. One and two the count now to Justin. Uh, Orient at six and one. Riverdale at five and one. Then Sherrard at four and three. Erie Profits down three and three. Rockbridge at one and five, fouled off. One and two, the count remains on Brooks. And then Mama Roseland and Morrison at 0 and three. Um, Mama Roseland three, only three division games. They're going to play a ton of division games in the last couple of weeks. Here. So they got them coming up because you know the Wilkins yeah. have six or seven. All of them is in the dirt and it's away from the catcher. So two and two, the count. Yeah, look at the schedule. Mama Roseland's got like two double headers coming up here. They got a double header. On, on Saturday against Riverdale, and they come right back on Tuesday for another doubleheader against Morrison and, a, and an Orion uh, track west game in there in between. That's a tough, tough schedule for your pitching staff. <laughs> a, a young staff yeah. to boot. So you're going to be you're going to be by that second game against Morrison on Tuesday. You're going to start on what you're going to be throwing out there. Well, everybody knows you know there's a pitch count. Yep. Like this, they've installed that, and I think it's a great thing they did. I do you know, too. You could argue it, you know. I, 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 I don't different. mind it. I thought it was good, and but it really tests your pitches. Staff playing what doubleheader, single game doubleheader, five games in a short period of time. I think, I think, and you might you might not agree. I think it should be up to about one fifteen for varsity instead of one hundred five. I think one hundred five is a little, a little low. I'd like to see him where it went. Like the first month of the season, it was a number. The next month, it was a number, and but it increased. But, you know, I, I, I'd have a hard time arguing the pitch, you know, that limit. You know, kids that young are going to have strong arms these, year, these days. Yeah, of course. 115 is fine. It's 115. I know uh, we, was a, when you and I were doing Legion Ball, it was 120 for Legion Ball. Yeah. Down low, ball two to Finnecum here after the uh, walk to Justin Brooks. So, again, getting, uh, getting Henry's pitch count up here to start this fourth. Yeah, get a couple base runners, just never know what happens. Pitch on the way, out and gets by the catcher, so down to second base will go Brooks. That'll take the force off. Tips off the uh, catcher's rubber hand, 3-0 and on Finnegan. With Mahoney on deck, who's... who's uh, I'm going to try the reverse jinx, okay? Okay. Mamas have a hit yet. <laughs> no, they do not. No, they... No, they. Their only base runners have been by walks, and that's been uh, four or five of them. There it goes. So I'm going to do the reverse jinx. I like it. Maybe that, if it works, it's something I might start using because <laughs> something's got to counteract this jinx that I have. <laughs> Three one pitch to Finnegan. This is ball four. Back to back walks to Brooks and Finnegan. Puts the tying run in the on deck circle. Leo Mahoney up here. Tyler Jones on deck. I can see Tyler muscling up and getting one out of here. 
Silas got no 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 uh, extra base hit so far this year, but be a good time to get yeah. one. We got to get Leo Mahoney on. He bumps right back to the pitcher, so he does his job. That's right. Moves the runners along. One one three on the sacrifice bump by Mahoney. As Finnicum goes to second, and Brooks goes to third, and you got a uh, uh, Tyler Jones up. Who's uh, what's Tyler Jones hitting on? 156. I think he took the bat out of a uh, 310 hitter to get to a 156 hitter. But what's uh, as far as contact? How's Jones doing contact wise? Well, eight strikeouts and 36 plate appearances. Take ball one. Just let's put something in play, get a run. That'd be huge. Second and third, but long way. 1 0 pitch to Jones from Henley. And this is outside again, 2 0. When he's missed, that's where he's missed. Yeah, he hasn't missed inside very often. I think ball four to Brooks was inside. But other than that, everything's been away. No. 2 0 pitch to Jones. And high in the zone, 3 0. Who I thought he was going to call that a strike. I did too. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it might be a strike, but he yeah. hasn't called that a strike today. No, go back to that vertically challenging thing we talked about. <laughs> right. It was over his head. <laughs> that one's right down the middle. 3 1. To, uh, to Jones now. He throws that one again. Jones better come out of his out of his cleats. So that was right down the middle, right down Broadway. Three one pitch on the way. Swung all the miss by Jones. He did. Swing hard, cut at it. Swing hard in case you hit it. Yep. Just in case you make contact, you might as well swing hard. Now that fills the count at three two. Edmund Henley has come back after falling behind three zero, and the curveball up in the zone misses. He throw a three two curveball up four nothing. To load the bases for the nine hitter, Derek Chandler. Good chance for the senior. You know, you say it's a cold ball right there. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. No, but you now Chandler's got to make it hurt. Does actually no good if you don't take advantage of it. And in the dirt, good job by the catcher for Rocker. That's Nolan Thomas. Just keep that in front of him. The boy, he took one on the, uh, he caught that on the inside of the shin guard, maybe, or in a spot that only yeah. that well, only guys can appreciate. Only a spot that your dad would throw. <laughs> yeah. That might be in a uh in the uh in the magic spot there. That's all one to uh Chandler. Might be the only spot that you won't say rub some dirt in it. I mean it's yeah, yeah. we're the protective cup. Most I mean back in back in our day it was just I I slate I played infield with still work back in my day. Yeah, but that still hurts. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Like catching one on a face mask. Well, you got that protective face all the mask. Kids. It still rattles the cage. All the kids out on the pitching mound are looking at him like, come on, dude. They're all kind of, they're the same dude that says, wear it, and then bail out when one comes to them. Right. Thomas is still down here. It's, uh, it's, yeah, he's uh, getting some air. It's just calling getting some air here at uh, home plate. As head coach Ryan Page is out here to check on his backstop. Yeah, that hit the dirt, kind of come right up on uh, Thomas there a little bit. Curveball take where it bounces, you know, they bounce like backwards from where the, the direction they hit. So sometimes they're hard to gauge where they're bouncing to. So. And now either A, this gives him a little chance to catch his breath. Because he was working quick. I almost said something there. I think it was in the middle of Jones' bat or Mahoney's bat at bat. Well, it had to been Jones because Mahoney's on his first pitch. Um, during Jones' at bat, it looked like Henley was just 
just straighten up. Just get too quick. You know, like, oh, my gosh, I'm in trouble. Let's get out of there. Yeah. When he's throwing them all over, you want them to speed up. But if he's yeah. in his zone, you know, great time. I know we've talked about it a long time ago. You know, all the time I'll slow him down. Yeah, you know, talk to third base coach. If he's in a good rhythm, you got to get him off rhythm. If he's in a good rhythm that he's bad, you just let him roll. The uh, left side of the infield is in. Well, shortstop's at about double plate depth. Second baseman's pretty deep. And squaring and taking a strike is Chandler. Well, I, think I, I think if he pushed it towards the right side. He's going to have to push it right up the first baseman because he, right. he's playing behind the bag. Well, well, third baseman's in on the grass. First baseman is behind the runner. you got to push it past the pitcher. Well, but Henley's falling off that way, too, so it'll be hard to do. Ball two up and away on Chandler. So two and one now to Derek. With one away, bases loaded, tight down four, four and up here in the bottom of the four. Got to, to cash in here. We were talking about the top of the order did not cash in last inning. Let's get the bottom order to pick them up. The pitch, pitch by him yeah. right outside pitch. corner, 2-2 two, to two. Two Chandler. Now he's got to be productive. Back to that uh, productive They're not going to double him up. Just put the ball in play. 2-2 two, two pitch from Henley to Chandler. Swung on a miss by Derek. Two away in the inning, and Henley is now one batter away from getting out of another jam. Top of the order now, Jake Steele. He's grounded out and struck out looking for Jake. 286 hitter coming in. So that probably down around about the 250 mark. All low and maybe a little touch outside. All one to Steele. Like to see him get up on the plate and slap something to right field. Everything's away. And that's what it's got to be looking. 1 0 pitch, again, down and away. 2 0 pitch to Jake. You know, you got to take a strike here, right? You got to take a strike. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to think about that. But yes, I'm going to agree with you. <laughs> the game is completely, as far as I'm concerned, the game's completely gotten out of, out of uh, common sense range at times. Players are swinging the that's 3-0. As uh, Henley misses with pitch. Now I'm taking two. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm going over. Yep, I'll take two right down the middle at this point. And there's the first one right down the middle. 3-1. Right. If he hits this one, he should hit that car driving out there on Sunny Lane. Wind still blowing straight in, not quite as hard as it was earlier. It's still got a pretty good three. 3-1 pitch on the way. In the dough, right at the knees over for a strike. And just like back in the third inning, the runners will be off here. 3-2 pitch with two away. Titans need a big hit. This is what they've missed nearly all season long is hits in this situation. Pitch on the way. Foul that way. We'll do this all over again. The runners get back to their bases. I don't know. It's, it's uh, the ball make them feel it. We haven't seen them feel the ball yet, have does, we? No. Does, does, uh, does the runners in motion bother the hitter? Do you think? I don't think 3 2 it does because you're expecting it. And swung on a miss by Steele. Henley strikes out Chandler and Jake Steele to end another bases loaded threat by Monmouth Roseville. No runs, still no hits on the board for Monmouth Roseville. No errors in the inning. And three runners left in on base. That's seven runners left on total and six in the last two innings for the Titans. We'll be back there for the fifth inning. It's 4 nothing Rock Creek leading Monmouth Roseville. Back here on the Prairie Communication Sports Network, high school baseball, Mama Throwsville and Rock Ridge through the first four innings. It's Rock Ridge four, Mama Throwsville nothing, and Mama Throwsville leaps the bases loaded again for the second straight inning. 
after the second straight inning, base slowed in one out. He, somehow, they've got to get somebody to put the ball in front. You know, and we, we've talked about it, you know, a lot this afternoon that Henley's been outside and away all day long. He has to come inside. They not stop the not at all. Yeah. So there's got to be an adjustment made by the batter to recognize that and say, okay, so we're going to start hitting the ball to right field. Or know that he's going there because the pitches are swinging in this and they're, they're late. And, I mean, they're, they're pitches that should be able to at least be put in play. It's not like he's throwing 90. It's not like oh, he's yeah. throwing a great breaking yeah. ball. He's throwing pitches that should at least be able to be put in play. That ball rolls around to the fifth inning, and uh, after uh, after hitting around in the order, batting around in the order, back in the fourth, we're back around to Seth Kramer, who let off the fourth inning with a base hit and didn't score. He's <laughs> one of the ones that didn't score in the last inning. He let it off with a hit. He was thrown out at third on that nice uh, relay play and then run down by Mama Throws. Ground ball to the shortstop. Then it comes, stays down on it. Throw across this time. Not All right, anything for nope. granted here. Nope. Let's make out. sure make sure we get an out call, and then we'll uh, throw it around. You, uh, yeah, I, as a uh, if I was a Titan fan of the bleachers, I would have stood up to give him a standing ovation. I almost oh, opened the window and whistled at him, but I didn't want to finish by herself. So. <laughs> Has that ever happened? I don't, I don't know. There was a there was a minor league. Um, well, he's a PA announcer. A minor league PA announcer was thrown out of the game. Well, I know one of our our. Uh, um, the crew that does the yardage that the football game's got. Talk. <laughs> yeah. I think we need to do. <laughs> Here's a ground ball right back up through the middle and in the center field for a base hit. Nolan Thomas is two for two and a walk. So he's, he's reached all three times. The catcher, that's the, the one that's. Uh, and I noticed uh, as I was looking at the defense coming off the field last time for Rockers, they all came to Nolan and kind of patted him on the back on his way back to the dugout. Oh, there you go. For uh, taking the shot there behind the plate. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I can all go again. Two pitches for uh, the Chandler to the ground out. And now a single. Chris Geyer has struck out, reached on the fielder's choice. Finals one straight back up over. Oh, we got a pinch hitter here. Oh, that's Geyer. That's Geyer, yeah. That's him. So 0 1 count. Strikes, strikes, and strikes, Jared. Let's go. I'd rather see base hits than, than walk. Yeah, so, me too. I'm, I'm with you. I am definitely with you. Flow of the game's better. Now a little flare past the second baseman, Jake Steele, into right field. And maybe have a play on that second. And throw it to second. Can't get the force. As Thomas got to kind of hold up there a little bit. Ends up making it two seconds. The runner's on first and second with one away. And that'll bring up Cale Custer in the nine-hitter. He's grounded out and walked and scored back and forth. That's the bottom of their order done damage. Yeah, you got, uh, let's see, from six, six on down, uh, Kramer's one to three. Thomas is two for three or two for two with a wall. Chris Geyer is one for three, and and Custer has walked and scored. So yeah, they've done some damage down there. Yeah, the guy hitting 077 that hit in a, in a walk. Runners on first and second with one away. First pitch to Custer fouled out of play. So 0 and one count. Chandler to the plate. Curveball stays in and just about gets Custer and misses him somehow. One and one to count. One of the big loopers, you got to get that elbow kind of in the one. Yeah, 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 it's not going to hurt too bad, right? <laughs> Most of them are an elbow guard anyway. So you're right. right. It misses two Custers, so two and one. Count to Kale. Top of the order on deck, Evan DeCarroll. Cameron Bond, Cameron Bond's back in the hole. He's two for three. 
swung on a miss by Custer. Good pitch there. 2-2 two, two count now to Kale. I'm not sure he intended to do it, but that ball had some nice movement on it. Strike out Herbie Bay mm-hmm. as we get back down to the top of the order. And spikes it. Nice play by, by Zach Allendar. A little backhand, one bounce stop by Zach. That was a really nice Ooh. play. That, people don't understand how hard that yes. play is right there. That was an awesome play. I, and I play catcher a little bit there and some fast bit softball. And you wouldn't believe the amount of people that are like, you got to slide out and get that. Did you imagine how quickly you would have to slide out and get that? Sometimes you just got to well, reach out. The ball, all the time. The ball bounced two feet in the air. <laughs> yeah, it was, I mean, he spiked it pretty good. Yeah, I would agree on a ball in the dirt. Slide out when you can, but that that was you couldn't do that there. But what a great backhand by him. Swung on and missed as Chandler gets Custer swinging for out number two. That's a big one as we get back to the top of the order for Evan DeCarroll. And it's another one that we were just talking about. Seems like DeCarroll's batted six times today. Should, should I yell out that Derek that he's hitting? It's <laughs> 167. 167. Throw him a strike. <laughs> yeah, he's walked twice and, and fouled out. Right. And a weak fly ball at that. So, I mean, first pitch to DeCarroll. There we go. Outside corner strike. Didn't know if he's going to get that one or not. Runners at first and second now a two-way. Still 4 nothing rock race. Mouth Roosevelt has threatened the bases loaded the past couple of innings and not gotten a run across. And in the dirt for ball one, one and one, as uh, Omegar does slide out. I had a little time to slide out that time on the slow curve. Yeah, I'm just come just go after him here. Make him hit it. One-one pitch by Chandler. A little high. Over but high. Come on, Derek. Hey, Derek at 75 coming into the, unofficially at 75 coming into this inning. He's probably thrown anywhere from 10 to 15 here. Probably around 12 to 13. So he's getting up near that 90 pitch mark. On the outside corner for a strike, 2-2. I've got uh, Henley at 101. So officially he could throw to one batter. One batter, well, yeah. Unless he gets two batters on, on one pitch. Right, right. You know, most likely one or two batters at the most. In the dirt, blocked by Omegar. There goes the runner. He's going to throw him out. And they're going to call. He dropped the ball. He dropped it. Boy, so both runners will move up as they had Thomas dead to rights there at third base. And ball three on the batter. So a full count on the Carroll with runners at second and third now as Geyer also moves up. That almost ugly. I'd almost argue that he tagged him out and he came off the base. And when he went to tag him right. again, he dropped Right. The initial, the initial call was should have been out. And then what you do after that doesn't matter. Well, but, but this, I don't know. I should say the fifth. <laughs> three and the fifth. That'll get you out of well, trouble. Three and, two, there you go. three and two pitch on DeCarroll with two away runners on the second mm-hmm. and third. Pitch on the way for Chandler. Swung and popped out of play. Foul. I'm never going to get credit for that, but even Dean is happy. It's going to be quiet. <laughs> I'm just saying, a lot of a lot of incredulous gasps here if in, there the, were. <laughs> in the uh, press box. <laughs> not that we would ever criticize an umpire, though. It's, and I'm not. And I thought this might be too strong, but it's, I'm not very. I'm not very often the voice of reason yeah, on well, a broadcast. So. That, that, that might be the absolute truth, folks. Today, full count, big pitch here from Chandler to Carroll, swung and popped up. On the infield, Braun coming over foul territory and making the catch. So, no runs across for Rockridge as they get runners at second and third. 
and can't put them across. Good catch there by Braun battling the uh, battling the wind again. <laughs> like we've talked about, just nothing's easy today. No runs on two hits for the uh, Rockers Rockets. No errors in the inning. Two runners left on base. That's nine runners left on base for Rockers through the first five innings. We'll see if the Titans can take advantage of that in their half of the uh, fifth inning. We'll have two, three, four of Almagar, Johnson, and Braun. When we come back here in 30 seconds on AM 1330, FM 94.1, WRAM. Back here on the Prairie Communication Sports Network. High school baseball tonight. Girls soccer tomorrow night will be at Happy Fields in Monmouth for our first high school girls soccer game ever on the Prairie Communication Sports Network as the Titan girls are hosting Limestone and Rockets. Coming to Happy Field for senior night tomorrow night. We'll be on the air at 445 with the pregame show. Five o'clock is the scheduled kickoff for Titan girls soccer tomorrow night. Full Monmouth throws bell, two, three, four hitters. Zach Almagar, T.J. Johnson, and Silas Braun. Um, and nary a hit for Monmouth Roseville here. As we start the third time through the order, a uh, new pitcher. That's not Henley. Nope. I didn't figure it would be. He was at one-on-one. I had him at one-on-one. Brendan Price. Brendan Price is going to take over for Henley. We'll take a look at Price's numbers on the season for the Rock Ridge Rockets. Price has uh, appeared in three games. He does have a start under his belt. He's 2-0. With, he's, he's the one with the 088 ERA. Hitters hit the only 143 on him in eight innings. Got four walks and ten strikeouts in uh, eight innings. Pretty good job here by uh, Price so far uh, reaching the midway point of the season, I guess. Yeah, limited action, but what he's done has been really good. Price a sophomore for head coach Ryan Page. Senior-wise for uh, Rockridge, I got four, five, six, seven, eight seniors for uh, the Rockridge. That's a good number. For, that's a good number for any spring sport, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a big number, too, really. All right. Get on base there. Zach Bomgar, 0-1. He has walked back in the third inning. 60% strikes, but they get coming after. Strikes. To the plate with his first pitch. Got a little giddy up. This is outside of the ball, but I had a little steam on it. Not yeah. bad. He's a little bit quicker than Henley. See if he's got anything to go with him. 1 0 pitch to Almagar. Spikes it in the dirt. 2 0. Back to the screen. New ball thrown in. 2 0 now to Almagar. It takes strikes on the new guy, right? Yeah, Dude, it's, I don't even know why. I don't even know why I keep guessing. The last couple of years, I keep guessing on what we do. 10, 15 years ago. Now it's nothing, you would think. 2-0 pick two. Zach is up in the zone. 3-0. He's waving his hand like, where's that at? The next one better be up on the middle of the ball. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that wasn't really close. 3-0 pitch to Olegar on the way and inside. As Olegar had to back out and take ball four. Second time on for Olegar. He walked. Still not a hit for Mama Throwsville. 1, 2, 3, 4. Five, six, seven, eight. Eight walks handed out by Rockridge pitching. Eight walks. They don't have a run yet. Nary a run. Left base was loaded in third and fourth inning. That was the six of seven runners left on base for Mama Throwsville this afternoon as we start the bottom of the fifth here. Into the bottom of the fifth, I guess. First pitch to C.J. Johnson. This time catches the outside for him. Boy, it must have caught just a little piece of it. Just a little piece of that pitch right there caught that outside part. So 0-1 to Johnson, first strike thrown by Price. Throws over to get Zach Almagar, keep him a little close to the bag. 
Are we going to get some production out of these next two batters? Johnson and Braun both coming into this ball game, hitting over 400. Johnson is 0 for 2 with a strikeout and a pop out. Throw over again. Back safely. He is on the line. What's, uh, what's Zach's running numbers this year? What's Zach got? Zach's got five stolen bases. He's not been thrown out. Still not going. And swung on a miss. Swung right, swinging right through the fastball as Johnson. He's now down in the count 0 2. He's way behind that fastball. Yeah, Price is doing a lot harder than him against. Post two, nobody out. Runner on first, four nothing Rockridge, bottom of the fifth inning. Almadar got a little bit out of the cut out there. Has to cut out of the infield. Not going. Driving base hit between the shortstop and third baseman. First base hit for Monmouth Roseville of the ball game. We got a nice cheer from the press box here at Sunny Lane Field. First and second for Monmouth Roseville. Now Silas Braun is up. He has walked and struck out. Has not put the ball in play yet today. But Braun, good time for him to put it in play. 406 coming into the ballgame, so his average is dipped under a little bit under 400, probably with the strikeout in there. And a strike over the middle plate, a little above the belt. First strike on Braun. Silas, four RBIs on the season. Does have a triple along with a pair of doubles. Pitch on the way from Price. Misses outside. Ball one. One and one. On the pitches thrown today. 101 from Henley in the first four innings. That's a lot of pitches. That is a lot of pitches. Um, Chandler was cruising along there until that fourth inning. He threw 32 pitches. Ground ball to the shortstop, slowly hit. I don't think they'll get two out of this. Ooh, they'll be lucky to get. They were lucky to get the lead runner there. Ooh, that, that's closer to play. Somebody missed. Why didn't you call that one, Chase? <laughs> that's actually a good point. Huh? That was a closer <laughs> play than the play he missed. I'm not criticizing him. I'm just making an observation. <laughs> that's all I'm doing. Fourth out of second is one out of the inning. That puts runners on the corners. I would guess that Braun's going to be on the move here. I know the catcher for uh, the Rockets. Nolan Thomas was looking to the dugout, wondering if they're going to try to throw Braun out with a four-run lead. I almost, I don't know, I don't know anything about Thomas's arm, but there goes, boy, what a big jump there. Now they got a runner tie. Oh, that's over the head of the second baseman. A run's going to score for Mama Roseville as they had Braun hung out to dry. And now it's going to be a run in for Mama Roseville on the first error of the ball game. And Braun's going to take second without a pitch thrown to Brooks. So that's another one of those thank you moments if your coach, uh, your coach, uh, ball. Yeah. That's going to go down as an E1. Try to do the old third to first, and it's going to work, but couldn't throw the ball 40 feet to second, so thank you. Braun took off literally on the first breath that Brendan Price, that Brendan Price made, and they had him hung out to dry and threw it over the head of the second baseman as he was throwing a second. Takes a strike. To Brooks, oh one or one one pitch to Brooks. No, everything's been everything's been hard. There's another one inside, taken for a ball. So the two one one one. You just called two. Oh, I called two one. Okay, because right, I can't see the left hand from here, and I, I've got uh, two one in my book. So, so two one pitch to Brooks. Brooks 
cooled off a little bit here in the last week or two, but boy, he got off to a good start and had a good spring last year. Now in the dirt, 3-1 to Justin. The uh, tying run is on deck from Tyler Finnecombe. If Justin Brooks can get on here, he'll represent the tying run at the plate. Price rubbing up the baseball here. 3-1 count to Brooks. Need a big hit here. A big hit that they've been missing. And outside corner for strike as Brooks was ready to take his base. I think he caught a little piece of that corner. He's been there all day. Yep. It's not anything new. So that's the adjustment the kids have to make. Full count. One away runner in second. 4 1 Rockridge. Titans trying to now stepping off and throwing it away at second, but uh, sliding back in his brawn. He's had an eventful. He's had an eventful time on the bases here so far. He gets back to second, and as he was sliding back into second, the ball goes to the center, so no chance for Silas to jump up and take an extra base. Well, plus the wind blowing in, the outfits play so shallow. So Braun, who forced a couple of uh, errant throws there. Yeah. Full count on Justin Brooks. One away, swung on a miss as uh, he had Brooks all tied up with the inside pitch there. Strikeout is out number two. Second strikeout for Brooks today. I'm not sure he intended to come inside, but that was a really good pitch that tied him up. That was a great pitch. Brooks doesn't strike out a whole lot. He's got him twice today, or he's not not Price, but he's been got twice today. Tyler Finnegan up to see if he can cut this lead in half. Four to one, the base hit should score Braun. Foul oh. straight back right at you. Yeah, about, about maybe <laughs> Yeah, I was right back at you. It's not like there's not a fence, a window, a building, everything in between. Doesn't matter. No. Makes no difference. I'm still flinching, man. Still flinching. It could be it could be a brick wall there and not even know it's coming and I'm still yeah, flinching. You, somebody say watch out, right? <laughs> 0-1 pitch to Finnecum from Price. Swung and fouled off this time down the first baseline. So now Finnecum down the count 0-2. Really good swing on the first one. You know, good swing on the second one, too. But now he's in a whole 0-2, so... I would imagine we'll see if Price has something besides the fastball right here. This would be the indicator, I would think, for sure. 0-2, 2 away. Runner at second. Tightens down by three. And the curveball. There it is. He's got it. It's a nice one. Yeah. I, I don't really know exactly how nice it was, but compared to all the heat that he's been throwing, that made that curveball look really good. The first time they saw it, 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 it froze the batter, that's for sure. So a strikeout of Brooks and Seneca men's inning, but the Titans do push across one. One run on their first hit of the ball game. One run on one hit. There was one runner left on base as we're through five now here at Sunny Lane Field. It's four to one. Rockford's leading Mama Throws. We'll be back in one minute. Back here at Sunny Lane Field. Got a pitching change for the Mama Throwsville Titans. Derek Chandler, the lone senior for Mama Throwsville, out of the ball game. And in is Charlie Pullen. Charlie is a uh, sophomore. I'm sure of that. He's, I'm sure he's a sophomore. He has uh, <laughs> appeared in uh, this will be his fourth appearance. Got a zero ERA. Has not given up an earned run yet. Does have a uh, record of one and zero. Opponents have not gotten a hit yet off of uh, Charlie Pullen as well in four innings. A small sample size, but four innings is four innings. Well, six strikeouts and one walk is even a better sample. Left-hander pounds that outside strike zone as Cameron Bonds back to number two hitter for the uh, Rockridge Rockets. Digs in. He's two for three. Got a uh, RBI. Ground ball through the shortstop coming up to make the play. It's Finnecombe, throw across the diamond. Good play by Tyler. He's made some nice plays today. Sure. Very good job coming in and getting those. I mean, if he waits or hesitates one, you know, 
maybe even a half a step that it could be set out of first. That's a really good play. Made some of those because I mean, you said it earlier in the broadcast. You and I both know this field very well, and well, <laughs> those slow rollers, it's hard telling where it might go. Right, but he's made them look easy too. If he needs, maybe he had one slight bobble on one, but the rest of the ball been very clean. That brings up time of the theme who is two for three, grab all to the third baseman. Johnson bobbles it, throws across the diamond, and throws it away. Not quite enough for uh, Dean to get down to second base, but E5 on C.J. Johnson. Is that the first error for Mama Roseville? Yeah, first error for Mama Roseville today, so they match Rockridge now in the error column. I think C.J. might have thought that ball hit a little bit harder but hit that grass and died, but it looked like it was hit a little bit harder than it was. So with one away and a runner on, Caden Hall will dig in. He's 0 for 2. Got an RBI ground out and has walked. Let's see if they get seen in motion. Left-hander Charlie Pullen just outside of the right-handed hitting scene. Or, uh, hey, Paul, excuse me. That's an error. So still not a hit yet off of, uh, off of Charlie Pops it fouling out of play. That good move. He does. I'm, this person I've seen Charlie pitch. Of course, I was doing the game prep. I've seen the stats, and I was like, well, that's not a bad a bad uh, start to your varsity career for Looks Charlie like Pullen. Three quarters, no arm. Arm motion and arm slot. So his ball's got great movement away from the right-handed hitter. Yeah, stands. Doesn't, doesn't bend a whole lot. Not a lot of, a lot of straight. That's up Back on real straight. That's up on the third base side of the mound. It's and there it goes on first moves. They throw a second too late. And getting in there for the steal. you got to throw ahead of him there, Charlie. That's, he's young. He'll learn. Throw ahead of him. No, no matter what, throw ahead of him. At least make him go back the other way. Well, and i got to believe he balked, too. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. When you don't. You know, step off before you break your hands and jump up and down. It's usually a box. But something didn't look right there. One way or the other, they get second. <laughs> and the pitch to Caden Hall, the 1-1 is uh, ball inside. So 2-1 now to Caden with a runner in scoring position now at second base. I'll never forget when I went out to uh, discuss a ball call. Yeah, Fire told me, I don't know exactly what he did, but something didn't look right. <laughs> he was on second baseman, Jake Steele over to make the play and throws the runner out. That's a big play by Jake Steele. We hope he's out. Yeah, but I did. I did see the. I did see the arm go up. So the good news is, is that's uh, an out at first by Jake Steele. Good play by yeah, Jake. Very good. That ball gets through. That's a run. Save the run. The runner, the team does go to third on that, but there's two away. I'm not sure why the umpire is over there between third and short. Why yeah, behind the plate? Why is he behind the foul? Yeah, I, that's with with nobody else on the runner third. And he, I don't Would think you be okay with me opening the window and telling him to get in position? Excuse me, sir. Did you go ahead? <laughs> we'll ask. We'll say please. I was just saying, if, if you're real nice about it, yes, sir. Please, uh, sir, could you please go to where you're supposed to be? Poor Temple yells at you. <laughs> oh, one pitch to Brill call. Uh oh, popped up over second base to the right fielder. That's trouble. Falls in for base hit. So an RBI single from Jackson Brill Brings across Tyler Thieb across the uh, across the plate for the fifth Rockridge run. They answer the tight run at the bottom of the fourth, and the inning continues. It's Seth Kramer. It's the first hit of the season off of off of uh, airs and walks. Yeah, it's not earned run. As Thieb reached on the air to uh, jump in the third. 
And now the throw over. Keep Brokaw close. Out in time. RBI single for Brokaw. He's two for four on the day. I think both of his have come to the right side, haven't they? Yes. Okay, that off the second one. We'll, we'll flare that way. Strike two. Seth Kramer, designated hitter. He's one for three. Ten hits now for Rockridge here in the top of the sixth inning. Two away. 0-1 pitch to Kramer. Fouled straight back. He's got a little piece of it. Contact hitter, Nolan Thomas. Chase that down. Both yeah. lots of strikes. No. What did we, we talk about his strikes when we were away? 60%. Yeah, 60, uh, 69. 69% yeah. strikes, 69% first pitch strikes, which is even better. And now grounder right back to Poland. Takes his time, throws it over to Silas Brown, and gets the runner. I don't know what, uh, what was Brown doing there, talking to the uh, runner coming in. Nobody held on to the ball a little longer. 1 3 on the put out. In the inning, fourth, Rockridge Rockers, one run on one hit. There was an error and a runner left on base. Ten runners left on base for Rockridge through six. We'll be back in one minute. It's five to one. Rockridge leading Monmouth Roseville. Back here at Monmouth Roseville's uh, Spot Lane Field. This ball game here. Five to one. Rockridge leading the Titans by four. As we go to the bottom of the sixth inning, the Titans have had their chances. They've left seven runners on base. And uh, six of those came between the third and fourth inning. Left the runner in scoring position in the fifth inning. Left the runner in scoring position also in the second inning. As well, a lot of runners. A lot of those left on base were in scoring position. Yeah, with, with less than two outs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, less than two outs and just a simple ball play. Leo Mahoney. We put, no, put no pressure on. You know, there's been nothing in the infield. You know, how many balls did we actually get in play? Yeah, one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten strikeouts for Mama Roseville today. Yeah. Ball one to Leo Mahoney. Really strike. Ten of their 15 out strikeouts. He had a fly out in there. He had a comebacker to the mound, a little pop out. Uh, another sacrifice and a ground down. Fourth out. So, yeah, not a, not a whole lot, not much of anything in the outfield. No. And it's, we've talked about it. Greeny does a great job with our field, but at the end of the day, it's still grass. And it's, there's a chance of a bad hop. 2-0 so. pitch to Mahoney's foul ball. Seven hit from the order from Mount Roseville. We got 7-8-9, Mahoney, Tyler Jones, and Derek Chandler, barring any kind of uh, pinch hitter. 2-1 pitch, swung on in this, check, but went too far to Mahoney. Probably going to be called anyway. Get yeah. out on the outside part of the plate. Comes Kozol. Price has done a pretty good job this year, as has uh, a curveball. Flips it out of his hand there, doesn't it? Yeah. This is up and in, so three and two count now to Mahoney. Yeah, Price has done as, as good of a job as uh, as, as uh, Poland has. Right. And a little bit more innings. I'm all four it's to dark. Mahoney. I know the strike percentage isn't as good. No. That's Poland. No. <laughs> uh, 69% uh, coming into this ball game and 10 of 12 back in the sixth inning. So he didn't hurt his average any, that's for sure. Didn't hurt his percentage. That'll bring up Tyler Jones. He's walked a couple times. Walked in the third inning and then walked in the fourth. Now squaring to punt. Down 5-1. 
you can actually yeah. be taking a pitch. It's yeah. going to make you happy, if that's possible. Let's see. Let's don't, get, don't, don't get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Watch. Steve's taken. He is. There and he there goes. goes the runner and throws over the head of the second baseman. Oh, nice play by the second baseman. Way too late. So Mahoney slides into the stolen base. And a ball to Tyler Jones. Still take this turn. Took a good long look down and hit coach Jordan Ball in the third base coach's box. But only gets his lead in second, right through the plate. And off the outside part of the plate, spins out of the glove of the catcher, but not far enough for Mahoney gets third. 2 0 now to Tyler Jones. Rockwood today has just enough strike to be successful. So there's been a lot of balls. Henley was 50 out of 101 unofficially, so near right at 50%. Now there's ball three to Jones. And not even close. No, that's not, you're right, that's not even close. And what do we have for, for a price as far as balls or walks? Four walks and eight in 10 strikeouts. Four to 10 ratio. In fear of walking back to back guys here. There goes the runner at third. That is the craziest steal I have ever seen. Did he call him safe? Did he call oh, him safe? goodness. Way under. He was way you under. Great call. Are running on a 3 0 count down four. Strike to the hitter. Sometimes it's better to plead the fifth, Mr. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know when that time is, but I think sometimes it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Leo went on his own there. He missed the sign. And ball four. Yeah, that could be two. <laughs> he has to miss the sign. That'll uh, back-to-back walks to Mahoney and Jones. I'm thinking Jones is going to be running as well. No. <laughs> but I'm not I'm not guessing. It's a whole new game here. Now comes head coach Brian that, Page. That was crazy. Woo! Because that ball beat him there. I honestly got – I know I, – I, I'm not saying that – Yeah, I thought he was out. I thought he was going to be I, out. I thought he was going to be out too, but I don't think the kid's had – honestly got. Yeah, and, and but, that had to have been what it was. Well, he's probably surprised he was running as we were. <laughs> He probably looked at him and said, are you really running on a 3-0? Yeah. Down four. We can't say what he really said, but that's in the two summary. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Coach Page out the top right now with uh, runners on the corners. Nobody out here in the bottom of the sixth inning. I so think it's now back to having the uh, tying run on, on deck. I think the classic conversation would have been you coaching third, talking to Mahoney after he's thrown. <laughs> right. That would have been. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. I've, I've had a few of those conversations before. <laughs> oh boy! I don't say well. I didn't sleep all that night. I guess hey, it was a great play, though. He made it, so I mean, can't question. And now pinch hitting for Derek Chandler is going to be Tanner Rico for Mama Roseville. Or Rico might have came in when they pulled Chandler. There goes the runner at second. He's going to be out at second, and they're going to trade the out for the run as Rockridge, as Jones gets thrown out stealing. And coming across the plate, Leo Mahoney, and if you're Rockridge, I'll, I'll trade that up for bottom of the sixth thing, and I don't know where he's on base. Right. So the steal of home makes it 5-2 to two by Mahoney. We need out at this point, right? <laughs> yeah, right. So we need to just keep, uh, keep things going here. Now you got nobody on and one away. Now Rico swings and misses. He is the count is even at one one. 
I didn't see what type of jump he got. Did he get a good jump? I don't think so, no. As soon as, it, as soon as the catcher popped up, I looked, and I was like, he's out on any kind of good throw. So he couldn't have got a great jump. Free throw fouls it off down the first base line. Down the count, 1-2 now. Oh, tight. need to get some base runners again. Two picks with one away to Rico. Curveball misses up in the zone. Didn't quite get, uh, didn't quite get up on top of that one enough. Sorry, it's just kind of slipping out of his hand. Yeah, you can see it early. I mean, and, yep. and he's been predictable. It's two strikes, two, two. He's thrown it every time. So I mean, two, two picks this time. Fastball down the middle and fouled straight back by Rico. Just little things like that that you got to pick up on. But one's just throwing it two, two. Okay, well then you got to be ready for it, right? The problem is he's got enough velocities that you look for he's simply bite. That's where it would make it from. Two two pitches one away, down the middle, past the pitcher to the second baseman, up and across the diamond. A little flip over to the first baseman is good. Enough to get Rico at first base. Take the hall to Jacob Brokaw. Jackson Brokaw, excuse me. Two away in the inning for Mama Throws. Now you're back to the top of the order with Jake Steele. So they can make a little noise here. Two away. So it's two out runs. Yep. Those are the best ones to get. So the ones you got to get now. Well, I mean, and you look at, you know, looking ahead, too. I mean, if he happens to get out, you're at the top four. You've rolled it over. You don't need to do it to get to the top. Strike taken by Jake Steele. Steele struck out with the bases loaded. Two away in the fourth inning. And that threat by the, the first, uh, second. Good threat here by Monmouth Roseville. Third, uh, third inning had the bases loaded and one away. Fourth inning bases loaded and one away, and uh, ended with uh, strikeout. Yeah, needed needed some productive outs. And the curveball misses up high, just not quite getting up. More of the yeah, side of it than over the yeah. like you said, he just he's. He's not getting it out in front of him at all. It's just rolling. Just, yeah, just spinning, just spinning up there. Not much bite to it. One-two pitch. That one had a little bite to it. Strike three on Steele. Got to be swinging on that one. That's the third strikeout for Jake today. Two of those looking. Well, Mama throws over. He get another one. One run. No hits. No runners left on base. And no errors in the inning for the Rockford Rockets through six complete innings. Mama throws down with their final three outs. You got to get the top of the seventh out of the way first. Five two Rockford. We'll be back in one minute. Back here at Sunny Lane Fields, we go to the seventh inning. Rockridge going to send up the seven eight nine guys where they've kind of done their damage. We've talked about this game football game. Yeah, I mean I can't believe both be on a pitch count. Came in through ten out of twelve tracks, which is which is awesome at the bottom order, and the leadoff hitter. Walking has been caused no problems, so hopefully Silas can come in and roll him down real quick. Now the uh, um, we've got uh, a lot of games coming up here. I'm kind of curious um, to see Silas, who's, who's arguably what your your number two guy. Well, I mean you got CJ, uh, Silas, and Justin Brooks. That's your three starters. Okay. Um, I would I would guess. From what we've seen here early on in the season, yeah, because they'll play. Supposed to play tomorrow. Supposed to play Saturday, that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, you get you, if Sox gets into a long inning here, that could really screw up your rotation. You've got the next couple of days. 
Yeah, I mean, there's five years straight. They've two, May 2nd, May 3rd, May 5th, May 6th, May 7th, May 9th, May 10th. That's a lot of games. Yeah, it's a doubleheader on Saturday here at Sunny Lane Field. 10 a.m. early start here on the uh, Saturday doubleheader, and then you got a doubleheader next Tuesday against uh, Morrison and Orange. Look at this guy. Tell me Tuesday. The next Tuesday it is uh, at Morrison. Morrison obviously has lights. Yes, that's what I that's a lot of stuff for the fall actually before the game. I was like, what's going on Tuesday? Uh, uh, Morrison obviously has to have lights. Well, that's like, you know, the Bombs College is playing day at 4 Don't they play nine inning games? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Why four thirty? Right? Yeah. We used to we used to play we used to play nine inning games here and at least now it started five. And it was it's pushing it. Yeah. Even in the middle of summer. Oh yeah. Hope there's lots of strikes. <laughs> yeah. All right, so there's lots of strikes. Swung on a miss by uh, Nolan Thompson. Time for the set of inning here. Pitch on the way. Ball. One and one. Two Thompson. From the new pitcher in the ball game, Silas Braun. I have to give Silas his stats. This is his fourth game he's been in. I guess he doesn't have to start. I was thinking Silas is one of our starts, but he's been in four games here. Lots of relief, huh? Yeah, two and one. Uh, only six and six in the third inning in those four games play. ERA up there, about 16 and a half. <laughs> Never heard it described as up there. It's up there. I didn't really want to give the number. Like 16.58. It's up there. That is up there. 3-1 pitch to uh, Tom. And bounce straight back. I didn't close the count. No. That was a little bit below us there. (laughs) A little bit below us. That was right at five feet. But it was. Five two Rockbridge. Top of the seventh inning. 3-2 count with nobody out. Two Thomas from Brown. And catches the corner, now strike, and they have to throw down the first. It's all McGarrett pulls first baseman Justin Brooks off the back. So the drop third strike, and now you're talking about getting in one of those long innings again. Yeah. Like two a little bit more urgent, like back, you know, balls up by him. So. Yeah, I'm not sure if he thought if he thought maybe it was in his glove, because he kind of hesitated there like he caught it. Now Chris Geyer is going to dig in with a runner at first base. And the pitch from Braun bunted right back in front of the plate. Almagar will throw to first and get the get Geyer out. So 2-3 on the sacrifice. Yep. Nice play by Zach getting out there quick. Got it before, you know, that cleared himself for the runner. Maybe they throw it out there. Yeah, I'd actually like to see him take two more, maybe a step or two more mm-hmm. inside right. more there a little bit. Kale Custer now, the nine-hitter. Takes a strike from Braun with a runner in scoring position and one away. Good thing is, that's just one pitch from Geyer and right. one out. Oh, one pitch to Custer. And Braun checks his runner. Curveball for a strike. A curveball there by Braun. Is this an odd hot thought with the successful they've been stealing? Yeah. To give up an out. So and now, if you think about it, yeah, Thomas does have a stolen base. Yeah. 
0-2 pitch over the head of Custer. 1-2 now, 2 with a 1-away. Titans can't, can't, uh, can't allow this run to score. No, let's make it any more harder on themselves than it needs to be. That fourth one is always a big one. Right. You know, and they got the top of their order up, so if they're in a good spot, if they can get out of this inning with nothing in, they got a, they got a good chance. 2-2. From Braun to Custer, on the way with one way over his head again. Now the count's full after getting ahead 0-2 to Custer. And that's been, that's been kind of Stavis' issue, is uh, some control issues. He's got uh, four walks and six innings, which isn't bad, but he's hit four guys. Doesn't have six strikes. That's good. Pitch there. Called strike three on Custer. Yeah, really good pitch. That, he didn't have, I mean... He didn't swing because he didn't have a chance to no. that. That's great, lo- great location. So, I mean, it's, that's when you chalk it, you know, chalk it up to the pitch or get pitched. And this is the guy I want to see him throw strike to right here. Lead up. This is Evan DeCarroll, who we talked about as hitting under 200 coming into the ball game. He's fouled out a couple times and walked a couple times. Takes the first pitch ball as Zach Almagar holds it there. Just a little bit longer for Mamba Throwsville. Kind of shakes his head a little bit. I don't really know where that one missed either. We can't really see that inside part, but it sure does look fouled off on another inside pitch from Braun. Fouled out over the first base dugout, right over the Rock Ridge side of the field. Runner in scoring position with two outs. Got to keep him there, Silas. Bond's back on deck. He's two for four. And Tyler Thiem in the hole. He's two for four. And misses again. As uh, Verona bends down on the mound, wants to know where that one was, and that kind of held up there a little longer again. Same place as the other one. I mean, that's, that umpire's done a nice job being consistent. Oh, consistently good, consistently bad, I'm not sure. But he, he has done a good job. I know we're critical of him, but I mean, he's, he's done a nice job on all the strikes. 3-1 now on DeCarroll as he misses with the uh, fourth pitch. So 3-1 to DeCarroll, and... Outside corner, that's a good spot. Still to count up. Carroll's trying to walk for the third time, and yeah, you're you're right. He doesn't look like he's no. willing to swing that bat. He's fouled out a couple times, but even that was after two strikes. Pitch on the way, full count, up and in. Third walk to Carroll on the day. And now you got runners on first and second with two away. Yeah, Cameron Bond's back, two for four. Tyler Thane, two for four. The next two hitters. Bonfax got an RBI single. Team's got a two RBI single. Pitch only good cur- good curveball there from yeah, has some good action right there. Curveball from Silas Strong gets the cold strike on Bonfax. Bonfax was exiting stage block on that curveball. <laughs> he Yes, he was. It broke right back over the plate, inside part of the plate. Now foul at the plate. Now they're going to say, I thought it was a foul, but they're going to say that is a swing and miss, and it goes to the backstop. I see my gut hit something there. That's, that's got to be a pass ball, then. It's a pass ball. That's got to be a foul pitch. Oh, uh, yeah. It way out oh, okay, I didn't see it bounce. That's yeah, probably bounce. the issue, then. All right. I think it yeah. hit off the shin guard. Runners move up from a wild pitch. Now you got two runners in scoring position. You've really got to bear down here. One-one count. The, uh, good pitch right there. Very good pitch. 0-2, yeah. I had that last one as a ball. So, yeah, that was an 0-2 strike. So, 
Barron gets out of the mini trouble there. No runs, no hits, and no errors, and no runner or two runners left on base. Excuse me, that's 12 runners left on base for Rockbridge today. Titans down to their final three outs. They trail 5 2. We'll be back to the bottom of the seventh in one minute. Back here at Sunny Lane Field. As we get set to the bottom of the seventh inning, Titans down to their final three outs. They trail 5 2. Rockbridge going for the two game sweep this week, beating the Titans 3 2 on neutral field at Clinton. Home of the Lumber Kings, minor league parts on Monday, a walk off 3 2 win for Rockbridge. Trying to get their sixth win. They get 10 losses. Titans trying to get a comeback win here. They'll have two, three, four. Back home to us. DJ Johnson and Silas Braun. Braun, strong enough for sure to get one out. Although the uh, might be tough to get one out today in that wind, wouldn't it? Might be able to sneak one out the right field side if you could get one and let it fly slip away. But you see Desmond or Lusty is up. Braun has a triple on here. No tight as Homer gets this year. Really not a whole lot of extra bases. Period. Eleven doubles, one triple, and no homers for Mama Tozdell. Slugging percentage of three points as a team. Station to station for sure. Right. This young ball club. Yeah. Uh, right. ball ball. Zach Olivar is going to try to get things started here in the bottom of the seventh inning. It's Brendan Price. He's out here for his third inning of work. Titans have got both of their runs off of Price. And Price misses with the first pitch. 1-0 to Olivar. Olivar. Has blown out the right back in the first inning, walked in the third, walked and scored in the fifth. And it's uh, called a strike, but he had a pretty good angle of that. That was right on the chalk line of where the uh, right, uh, left-handed batters <laughs> left-handed batters stand. One-one count to Almagar. That's outside, so ball two. Tried to go back out there, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, you go and give them to you, right? Yep. That's what they say. The old Greg Maddox thing. You go out a couple inches, keep going out a couple inches. Oh, there's a ball, bring it back a couple inches. And another strike to off guard. A little up in the zone, up over the belt, and on the outside corner. So 2 2 now is that. Curveball flung on. Popped right through the center field. We're playing pretty shallow in this wind. Barely just off the uh, just off the dirt there. Evan Carroll comes on to make the play. One away. Very shallow. And Zach not not a whole ton of power at this point as uh, as a sophomore. And of course with the wind blowing straight in as well. I mean center fielder is almost in the same spot here for CJ Johnson, who's a little bit even bigger. And well, takes a couple steps back. But. Well, as we talked about, make him put mm-hmm. ball play, make him hit it all it's now he's getting a little generous. Yeah, that was, again, out there on that chalk line of the uh, left-handed hitter battery box. So, 0-1 count to C.J. Johnson. Ground ball right to the third baseman. Picks it up before it gets to that next top. Across the diamond, 5-3, put out for the Rockets. And the Titans down to their final out. That was a nice play by the third baseman coming in. What a high hop. You know, if he waits, like you say. If he, hits, if he waits one more bounce, Brian doesn't make that play. Yeah, if he hesitates and doesn't come in and get it, it bounces and probably eats him up and gets by him. But that was a really nice play by the third baseman. Third baseman down there. Still the same one. Kel Custer. Split by tail. Tight down to their final out. Silas Braun trying to get something started here. Take the ball high. Brendan Price going for a three-inning save here. 0-2 to 
or 1-0 pitch to Silas Strong. Swung on a foul on the play down the first baseline. I think it's going to get out of play. Seems like Price has struggled throwing strikes, but I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think he's struggling as what it appears. I mean, he's throwing good. One hit for Mama throws. They've got a ton of base runners. Mike Ford be full of base runners. They have one hit. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten walks. Wow. One, one hit to Braun up over his head. So two, one. Now two silence. Yeah, ten walks, and both runners that scored from Alec Roswell was via walk. Three them walk. Two-one pitch to Silas. Swung on, that's over the first base, and that's going to fall down fair. As Braun takes the turn at first, right fielder gets it back in, so the second hit from Alec Roswell for the ballgame. First, Silas made the adjustment, gone to right. Everything's been away, and it's a great job by Silas making that adjustment, hit the ball to right field. Now to bring up Justin Brooks, try to keep this, try to keep this line moving. One runner at a time. One runner at a time here. Tyler Fennecum on deck represents the tying run. 5-2 Rockridge. Two away, runner on first is Braun. I don't think he'll be running. You certainly don't want to run into the third out, right? Take high for a ball. You would think surely he's not, but <laughs> if coach ball, it's not surely. So right. Just, that's right. Don't call me sure. That's right. <laughs> One opens to Brooks. Fouls it straight back. Justin has struck out a couple times and walked. Hasn't put one in play yet. Good time for him to do that. Yep. One-one. Price checks on Braun. Seth cuts to the plate, swung on in this by Brooks. A little piece of it, says the umpire. Now you got to just put it in play. Down to your final strike. Like, I, I don't know how many people keep it anymore. Like, we get short up. Choke us with it. Punch it somewhere. Curveball driven to the third baseman. Got a good hop down there across the diamond. 5-3. That's the put out. Third out of the bottom of the seventh inning. And that's the final out of the ball game. Is the Rockridge Rockets get a 5-2 win. They sweep the two-game series with Mama Roseville this week. It's 6-10 on the season. Mama Roseville will drop to 3-9. No runs, one hit. Second hit of the ballgame from Mama Roseville in the uh, in the ballgame. No errors by Rockridge that inning, and the runner left on base. That's eight runners left on base for Mama Roseville in the in the ballgame. So your final totals before we uh, take a break and get to the Post-game show, five runs on ten hits, one error for Rockridge. They left ten runners on base for Mama Roseville. Two runs on two hits. They committed one error and left eight runners on base. We're back to the post-game show in three minutes here on AM 1330 at 94.1 WRM. Back here at Sunday Field, we get set for the post-game show, which is uh, sponsored by the Lost Machine. Since the Lost on the... Uh, the post-game show with all this weather. Larry's Collision Center. If you have collision damage repairs, call Larry's Collision Center. 734-1949. Larry's Collision Center. They've got something for everyone. Your final score, Rockridge 5. I'm Roseville 2. They sweep the two-game series against the Titans this week. Winning 3-2 on a walk-off win up at Clinton Lumber King Stadium on Monday night. So Rockridge now 6-10 overall in the season. 2-5 in the Three Rivers Conference West Division. Monmouth Roseville's first foray into the Three Rivers Conference for all sports this year. They have yet to pick up their first West Division 
ball club. We've been talking about it all year. Just one senior, and we'll get we'll be joined by um, Derek Chandler and, and head coach Jordan Ball here in a bit. So they're beating out the left field, but uh, you just see flashes of this of this of this youth that's, that you hope just keeps developing. You know, you, you keep saying, you know, you, you hate to keep saying learning experience, learning experience. But I I really feel I've only seen them a couple games, so it's a very limited observation by me. But it's like they're you know, one or two hits away from like being in it, breaking the game open, maybe being that confidence filler they need to get over that bump where right now they're struggling. You know, 10 walks, one hit, um, two runs, and not getting it done. And they know that. I mean, these kids play enough baseball to know that they're not getting a job done. I mean, it's not something we have to tell them. We're not going to beat them up. But I, but I, I really feel like one swing away, maybe one little adjustment away from – get those off and get a lot more confidence. Yeah, and that's it's kind of the way it's been, it's been all season long. I, mean, I don't I haven't seen too many more games than you have for the Titans play this year. I've had a chance to be a couple times, but uh, just talking to Coach Ball on uh, on Wednesday morning on the morning show says all the time, man, we were just we were in the ball game, just one hit away, just one big hit away. Bases loaded twice this this uh, in this ball game here when the, it was even tighter than a, than a full run ball game. A uh, chance to get a game tied and just that, just that one, one hit away. Somebody, when, when they just, and you coach, coach basketball, you had a young ball club this year. He had, had one senior this year. And, and each each week you look for somebody to kind of step up, step up and make a play. You know, you, it's it's as simple. It's not as simple, but it's as real as putting the ball in play. Yeah. Realizing yeah, the important. not asking for a double. But I, don't, double yeah, or anything. I, don't, I don't need a home runner. I just put the ball in play. Drive a run in, and, and Rockford did a nice job today of, of feeling the ball that we hit. But at the end of the day, putting the ball in play with pressure, guys moving, guys running, two outs, close ball games, everybody gets a little bit tighter. And you know what happens when people get tighter? I mean, their arms get shorter, the ball doesn't get thrown as well. And so, I mean, they're just, it's not even like you say getting up and, and hitting a double, it, it's putting the ball in play. Have to protect about. You hate to say it, and the kids know it. Oh, I've said it a million times. A strikeout, a strikeout does swinging and or looking is it's not productive. No, you got you got to be better than that. Yeah, you can make out. Right. You got to be productive. Right. And they're young, and, yep. and at some point you, you've got we've got to stop using what well, they're young. They played a lot of baseball. If you looked at all those kids down there and That's talk a good about summer summer baseball group, travel baseball teams that they go play, they've played lots of baseball. And, you know, getting those – it's just doing the little things that make a difference. Like, Rockford didn't do anything great. They got timely hits, right? A uh, couple – not an error, but an error. One thing, a bad call. But that, that, those are the chances you get when you put the ball in play. When you strike out, you don't get that chance. You don't – there's too many human elements that can go into a ball in play versus a strikeout. Well, Monmouth Rosalie had a couple hits. They were gotten uh, – C.J. Johnson goes one for four. On the day, the other hit was uh, gotten by uh, Silas Braun. He was one for uh, one for for three with a walk in there as well. For Rockridge, they had a couple guys with a couple of had four guys with a pair of hits. Cameron Bonsack was two for five with an RBI. Taylor uh, Tyler Thiem was two for four with two RBIs. Jackson broke all two for four with an RBI, and Nolan Thomas uh, two for four as well. So four guys with multiple hits. For Rockridge, and what we say, what they have like eight seniors, eight seniors. So, so and, they, and they got they put the ball in play when they needed to. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they did anything special, but like you say, nine hits or ten hits is is a nice number in a seven inning ball game, and 
they strung a couple together. We got a couple nice, you know, a put out at second base on a kid that overran the base. But they they put the ball in play versus not put in play. And, and I'll be, I, you know, I thought our kids played well defensively. Yes, they played very very well defensively. So, On a tough windy day. Yeah, and, and nothing was easy. But I thought they played well defensively. Um, Ten walks from Mama throws though, which which part of me wants to say, man, that's that's just that's a great eye at the plate. That's a great eye at the plate. But when you're struggling on offense, ten walks, you get too comfortable taking too many pitches. So it, it's kind of a double-edged sword. Right, and, and we talked about this during the, during the game. I think the batters and, and, and maybe Coach Ferguson, Coach Ball, somebody's got to see where a pitcher's throwing. I mean, there's patterns to everybody, you know, our, mm-hmm. our, especially in high school. Our pitchers have patterns. There's, you know, they get into it. Doing no pitcher in high school, and as you said, we've seen tons of baseball, right? Um, we've seen baseball games at high level, right? Even at a, at a high level, there's only certain pitchers who want to come inside, use both sides of the plate. And today, especially, the other game I saw against Badminton, everything was away. Everything was away. Everything was away. Very little adjustment. You know, Styles made an adjustment, got a hit to right field in the seventh inning on a ball away. The first pitch. Uh, on a ball that was away that I thought an adjustment was made and the kid went with the pitch instead of trying to pull it way out in front of it, pulling off of it, and, and either missing it, following it off, or, or you know. Yeah, pitching-wise, what you think of, what you think of their, their outing for that? You know, they're going to get jobby battle, you know. Um, I'd like to see him, like we talked about, pound the strike zone more. I don't think he's going to come in and fool by anybody, but on a day like today with the wind blowing in like it is, Challenge him, you know, make him, make him do it, and 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 see. But you know, I thought he did a nice job. He battled um, through lots of pitches. You know, of course, the one bad call ended up um, making him throw a lot more pitches. But you know, at the end of the day, you know, he'd probably tell you he's more of an outfielder than he is pitcher. So to come in and, and battle like he did, I thought he did a nice job. Yeah, I thought, uh, I thought he did a good job as well. And then uh, uh, Silas Strong came in and didn't give up any hits. Got a little bit of trouble there uh, with the walk. In there, but um, threw pretty well. And, and Charlie Thorne, I thought, uh, threw pretty well. I uh, got victimized by by the only errors that Mama Throws will made of the ball game, and uh, that come around to uh, that guy came around to score. So unearned run. Charlie Thorne gave up his first hit of the year, but that's the first time I've seen Charlie pitch. Despite seeing the stats uh, doing some game prepping, I, I, I think that's a pretty good softball. That's a pretty left arm softball there. Left-handed arm came in, and we talked about all the time about the importance of throwing strikes. He threw ten out of ten. Ten out of twelve pitches were strikes, and that's a that's a great percentage. So, yeah, I I, I believe uh, I believe the Titans got some got some arms, got some young arms in that bullpen. Um, I don't know if we're going to get uh, head coach Jordan Ball and uh, Derek Chandler up here on the post game show. Uh, looks like they might have either a forgotten because of course we don't do a whole lot of ball games, so I'd have forgotten to come up here. But we'll uh, stick around a little bit longer and. If nothing else, we'll uh, get a chance to talk to those guys. Uh, we talk to uh, head coach Jordan Ball every Wednesday morning. Anyway, he gets both caught up with tight baseball. And uh, we've actually talked to Derek Chandler in his two other sports as well, football and basketball, so it be the uh, third one. But if he doesn't come over early, we least talk a little bit about, uh, about Derek Chandler. He'll be playing football at Monmouth College uh, starting in the fall. He's going to, uh, uh, I, I call, uh, scout football, so I'll be able to call some more games for uh, for Derek Chandler and uh, Coach Ball, so he's going to try and talk him into maybe pitching a little bit for a coach attorney out there. There you go. But, you know, I don't know about pitching wise, but I think he could be a position player out there. You know, he can, 
I've seen him play outfield. He takes some good paths to the baseball and gets good angles fast. He's got a good arm. He's throwing, so he's got a good arm. So uh, it's, it's fun to see local kids stay local for Coach Braun at football or Petroni or, uh, you know, Coach Todd out the basketball program, too. So, well, we'll get a chance to uh, catch up with Coach Ball next Wednesday and, and maybe get Derek Chandler up here. Uh, maybe it's the next uh, next game we cover from Monmouth Roseville. So that's going to do it for us. We got Cup Baseball actually coming on uh, now for the, if it's not on already. So we'll be joining the uh, Cubs in progress. And uh, once again, I'd like to thank my broadcast partner Scott Weber for joining me on the broadcast. Always have a good time. No, I appreciate you having me. This is it's always fun to get back here in the in the booth and especially watch some baseball and uh, watch these guys get better. All right, Cubs baseball is going to be all next. They're tied with the Braves now 1-1 at the end of the second inning. We'll join the Cubs in progress. I'm Sean Temple for Scott Weber and Caden Rogers, who flew solo for the first time uh, producing a broadcast. Great job by Caden today. Yes, sir. Very good job. Thanks for, for tagging us along. Our final score, Rockford 5, Mammoth Roseville 2. We'll be back with uh, a broadcast tomorrow night from Patsy Fields in uh, Monmouth here for Titan Girls Soccer. They take on the Limestone Rockets. 4.45 will be the pregame start. 5 o'clock kickoff tomorrow right here on AM 1330, FM 94.1 WRAM. Until then, folks, have a great night.